The fuck was that? Are we recording? That is way worse. That's my Swedish impersonation. That was your Swedish. I thought it was Ricardo. I'm here to fix your pipes. Can you give me another Swedish? I am a Swedish plumber. I'm here to fix your pipes. This will work, Dennis. This will work. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. We are recording the episode. Turned into a robot. In Swedish. This is the Swedish show. Welcome to the X Men. Are we recording? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I guess nobody did answer your question. Welcome back to the show. I am Matthew. You really need to get better at this. I'm I'm Matt. And I'm Alexis. And we today we we've gathered, dearly beloved, we have gathered here. Today, in honor of X-Men 3, X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah. X-Men stuff. Yep. So if you spell X-Men, you just replace the E with a 3, because it's the third one. It's like X-Methrian. What? X-Methrian. 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 You just tip your fedora, Methrian. That's... No. (laughs) No. Don't do that. So, are you excited for the X-Mithrian? I mean, fine. Fine. I, enjoy, I enjoyed the first two. Yeah. Two more than one. Do you remember what happened in the second <laughs> one? You're calling me out really early. We did this, like, <laughs> two weeks ago. Um, yeah, I remember they went back. Like, I remember the, the... It's really the last, like, five minutes that I don't really remember. I remember Dr. What's-Her-Face does the whole, hey, I'm going to sacrifice myself because reasons. Yeah. Um... Magneto just what I don't remember what happened to Magneto and all. Oh right, he kidnap like doesn't kidnap, but fucking flame on pyro douche. I mean, it, I think technically it is kidnapping. Well, no, it's voluntary, I guess. But he's Fair. young enough. Fair. So pyro flies off with Magneto to be his like new protege, his like Vader, um, and then there was a symbol in the water from buried shit or sunken shit that I couldn't make out. And I said that I couldn't make it out, and I rewatched it on YouTube several times, and I'm still like, I don't know what that is. Okay. Did, did it, so, it, I mean, it's, it, feels like, it feels like he remembers everything. Yeah. Okay, good, yeah. Okay. I Honestly, until I started talking about it, I did not remember it. And then when I started talking about it, I'm like, oh, right, these things happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got that. And then there's that lady that's full of metal in there, sunken at the bottom of the ocean now. In a hole in the bottom of the sea. Whatever the one with the nails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What about her? Nothing. She's, she's just there and dead. She's sunken. Oh. She's dead. That's, yeah. That was another bit. <laughs> that's that's what you're choosing to bring up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And and cool. what's his face? Lab dude is also. Lab. Lab dude. Striker. Striker. That's okay. Striker. Lady Death Strike, and Mister Striker. Not spelled the same way though. No relation. Strike and striker, no. Yeah, it's different. Um, different yeah, strikes, a y different spelling. There's an I. Yeah. Oh, there's a Y. Does striker have a Y? Striker has a Y. Strike yes. has an I. Yes. Okay. There's no I in striker. But no. there is in. No. I don't like it. I mean, it's true, but I don't like it. But there is a wrecked in striker because he got wrecked. What? I mean, fine. <laughs> But there is this unrelated thing in his name. 
R E K T. He got no, wrecked. I, I, I understand. Okay. So, what are your <laughs> expectations for X Men Three and X Men: The Last Stand? Uh, I mean, it sounds like there's still got to be some sort of showdown between the the, the X Men and the C Men. Forgot <laughs> <God>, about that. <laughs> yeah, it's two weeks ago, but I didn't forget everything. Yes. Yeah, some of this stuff with Magneto has to come to some sort of head. Some sort of conclusion. Yeah, because Pyro is now going to probably be learning the dark sides of the mutant mm-hmm. and going to be lighting shit on fire and all that mm-hmm. jazz. I assume he's going to have more of a role in this because they seem to make a pretty big deal of him running away from, from the X-Men and sure. running the Seaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you know what they're actually called? The We've talked about it. Yeah. I know we mentioned it. I don't remember. I uh, I don't. I don't remember. If you had to give it like a real guess, and your guess can't be semen, what would you call a group of mutants that are up to no good? Bad mutants. The the bad men. The the baddies. The. Are we just gonna keep doing this? Yeah. And keep bullshit. I can just keep making shitty names up. You've only given us three. For more, <laughs> the shitheads. <laughs> Did fourth one do it? Was I right with shitheads? Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are they actually called? Maybe they'll say it in the movie. Jesus Christ. Okay. Maybe there'll be a line in the movie where he says, "Hello, team name," and then you'll Superman be like, "Superman three. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the name of the movie." Um, yeah, okay. I don't really care what they're called. It's not seamen, okay. so I'm uninterested. So the X-Men have to fight the seamen. Perfect, I'm mm. glad you're locked in. Good. What What could be the catalyst for this final, last stand? Why are they standing? <clears throat> they got sick of sitting. Yep. That's fair. He's, he's nailing this episode. Well, I mean, what about but, Professor Have X? you seen this movie? <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell you. Whatever that guy's name is, I'll remember that guy's name at some point. I have seen all of these movies. I haven't. What about Professor X? I mean, he's always sitting. So is he the one that's really tired of sitting? And that's why he's sitting? I mean, standing? he's probably... It's probably not too jazzed. kind of rude. Yeah, it is. I mean... This whole thing is rude. I just called them <laughs> Team Shithead. Like... <laughs> None of this is good. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, the, it sounds like all of their uh, plans to destroy the, the, the peoples seem to be getting foiled. So it seems like they're pretty dead set on doing this whole, you know, kill all the people thing. So it seems like they're going to keep trying to kill all the people. Okay. In some cataclysmic event. Kill all humans. Yep, destroy all humans. The everybody's favorite THQ game that THQ Nordic did not buy once they disbanded. No, it wasn't THQ. It's Pandemic. Sorry. No, I don't remember. Who made Who made destroy all humans? It doesn't matter. This conversation's too human for me. Oh, oh boy. I, Why do we not have a tally of how many times? How many two times we brought up two human? It's been a lot. Ha <laughs> ha! It was Pandemic. Fucking crap. It was published by THQ. Boom. All right. I'm so proud of you. You should yeah. be. It's impressive work. <clears throat> what a good uh, official Xbox Magazine demo disc that was. <laughs> Any other OXM fans out there? Just me? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> How else are you going to play? I did play Destroy All Humans. 
I did. I did play that, and I I did play uh, Two Human. So <laughs> I played Destroy All Humans Two too. I think I have Destroy All Humans Two for PlayStation Four, but I don't think I played it. I rented it from West Coast Video in Danvers, Mass. Nice. That was then a movie works, and is now a bank. <laughs> Fun times. How the mighty have fallen. Right. Why didn't you play Destroy All Humans? Alexis? I don't even know what it is. So they're going to summon an alien. some sort of Are we alien. talking about video games right uh, now? Yeah. On this movie podcast? Yeah. I remember okay. you fly around in a spaceship and you, sh- you shoot people. And you go pew, pew, pew. Oh, you you go destroy go pew, pew, pew. all the humans. Then you have to like you can shoot anal probes at people and then it makes their heads explode. Yeah. And then you collect their brains. That seems really difficult to do if you're in a UFO. Well, no, you can also hop out. And you can hop out. And then yeah. you go like pew, pew. And then they're like, oh, my butts. And then their heads go. But then are you then tiny they... on the ground if you're getting under everyone's butts? I mean, you're not, you're no, not, you're like, you're not getting all up in there. You can shoot them anywhere. You're like five You don't have to shoot them. And the probe just goes in the Just yeah, it's, it's right like on you up. shoot it as like a homing missile into the butt. Yep, and then it gets homing all up in probe. their butt, and then their head goes like, oh shit, my head's getting bigger. And their head explodes, and their brains is on the ground. You're like, word, brain, mine. Do you get the probe back then after it explodes? No, no I think it's disposable. One time use. Yeah. That's a waste of technology. I thought aliens would be better Big probe is behind all this, guys. <laughs> There's no Norse mythology in this game, though. Oh. Which so, is why it's secondary to two human. Right. If only the aliens were Norse. Nordic aliens. Yeah. Just a big ass red beard. Basically, the whole theme of Thor. Also, yes. Also, yes. So, is two human actually just Thor? Also, yes. Amazing. We did it. Guys, we've done it. We circled back. Perfect. So, X Men 3, X Three Men. X Three Men, Semen. X Mathrian. X Mathrian, Semen. The last. The last stand. This is it. This is the last X-Men movie ever. <laughs> so I imagine they're not going to do a, mm-hmm. a a Death Star thing and be like, oh, man, we get a... Death Star? Oh, Death Star. Yeah. Oh, oh. Was like, What's a Death Star do you What's mean? What's a Death Star thing? Um, <laughs> like the, Star Wars. Like the Star Wars. <laughs> like, like a Star Wars. Uh, I assume they're not going to just do, oh, man, we created Cerebro 3, man. I assume they're not going to... Sir 3, bruh. Sir 3, Sir 3, bro. <laughs> They're three, bro. <laughs> you look mad. Are you mad? You look I, really mad. You at could me. have even gone like a Cerberus route because it's a three-headed dog. You could have gone that route. That would have been huge. I like the three bros. Sir three, bro. Sir, fine. Sir three, bro is what we're locked in on. Mm-hmm. I assume they're not going to do that because that just seems lazy at this point. Um, and I don't as whatever. I obviously the thing in the water is important. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a bit, maybe. Yes. I wish I, I wish I could make out what it was. If you don't know by the end of this movie, we will clarify it in the follow-up show. Yep. It's there's really is there mm. actually a potential for me to have no idea what the fuck it is even during this movie? I feel like I think, or it's so. like super difficult, or just knowing me, it's a possibility. I think it's more knowing you, <laughs> knowing okay. me, knowing you. Um, I think if you didn't know what it was by the end of the second movie, it won't really matter. Because it's mostly just hinting at what this is. Yeah. If I didn't see it, then it's kind of irrelevant. Then this is just a movie without a hint. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean, we can still talk about what it was. What it was implying. Yeah. Yeah. What the implication was. Right. It's like post-credit scenes with Marvel shit. It's like if I didn't understand it, and then I saw the next movie. Not understanding the previous scene kind of does. It usually doesn't add anything to the actual story of the next movie. It's usually just like, a, hey, here's a thing that's coming. 
Right. Like super fans to be kind of. And right. then it's up Excited. to like us to explain it to yeah. you, basically. To the but since this is not the last movie, we won't explain. I understand this. Like, yeah. I get we'll be it. like, oh, remember this in five more movies. And I won't because I didn't remember this in two weeks. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It, it, so you're not, but you're you're not like particularly amped or. Well, could, every time it just seems to be like a foiled attempt to do a thing. Okay, you tried to do this thing in New York, foiled. Okay, you tried to do this completely different thing with Cerebro, foiled. So it doesn't. It's not necessarily like building. It's it's. Not really an es- I mean, it is an escalation, but it's not building off of previous plots, I guess. It is just that everybody's there, but it's not that, like, I, d- I don't know. I, I- this one's building more <laughs> off of the previous movies. Okay. I think, I think. Because two didn't really, but other than, like, I mean, not that it's not building off of it. I mean, the escalation of, of attacks against humanity don't, like, him doing Cerebro 2 doesn't really build off isn't really built off of the backs of his previous attempt at the top of the Statue of Liberty is what I'm saying so it's like it's difficult to guess what methodology or way he's going to try and do this same thing that he's been trying to do for two movies he's probably going to try and do it again in some way shape or form mm. it's not it, it's not as like oh the, the, I saw the piece, bits and pieces of this thing so this thing is probably going to be part of his plot it's like we kind of like Right. I, I guess think, it did because Cerebro existed in the first. I don't think you're going to get your Cerebro, sir, sir but... I, I hope I don't. I'm going to be really <laughs> angry if I do. I do think that there is enough in Magneto's rhetoric and the things that he's consistently said or what he's sort of positioned. There there definitely were lines in two that I think allude to what they end up doing in the third one okay. in terms of like where his where his head at or like what's what are his consistent sticking points mm. I suppose you could say and why it comes to a head as a last stand <clears throat> or the conclusion of this story yeah. in the I mean, trilogy. It sounds like it's just going to be a, a war, and it's just the last stand of humanity and the X Men versus the rest of mutant or potentially the rest of mutant kind that also feels the same way I feel like we're going to be see a lot, seeing a lot of new faces probably none that you actually want to see um, or that we've already seen before that have been none that you actually no I, I'm, I'm saying what's what's Kitty Pride? probably going to be irrelevant <laughs> again okay but Jubilee <laughs> Jubilee thank you I chose Jubilee that's the one thank you Jubilee and Kitty Pride. they'll probably yeah. be there but also be irrelevant but I imagine okay. there's going to be a lot of no name no face whatever <laughs> like like infantry mutants that join up with Magneto. Infantry mutants. If there's I'm if I'm positing that there's some sort of war, mm-hmm. I think that people mutants that are out there already that have yet to be discovered may see that as a call to arms if they have been oppressed. Sure. So if they have been oppressed instead of seeking to defend the humans with the X-Men, they will side with Magneto. So it'll be like the X-Men and the humans versus Magneto and is his band of, of, of mutants. What the would C, the Seaman? Yep. What would pull all the mutants out of the woodwork? Do you think? Um, if there's more push for all of, if if there's anything Episode One has taught us, people love parliamentary procedure. They <laughs> love the minutia of government and embargoes. On trade federations, we love it. Oh my god, we can't get enough of it. So my guess is there's going to be... I mean, be... the X-Men have been pretty political <clears throat> movies. Yeah. Yeah, but like, 
overtly, hey, we're trying to push this one thing through, not fucking trade embargoes in space. There's a difference. <laughs> one is exponentially worse. Um, okay. My guess is some of the... Uh, the, the um, since Mystique has been taking over what's-his-face senator dude, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be more of a political push to either legisl- push legislation through that will um, disenfranchise the mutants even further, or there'll be a legitimate push to arms given either some actions, or they'll they'll maybe they use a ser- another Cerebro to control the minds of some mutants and cause some debauchery so that it's like a first aggression and then the, the humans declare a war. Something like that. Okay. <clears throat> they find a way to control some mutants and make them do some bad shit. Once those extremists do some bad shit, there'll be a call to arms for the for people to come together and fight against the mutants, and then the mutants will come together to fight against the people. So yeah. essentially redoing what they did in 2 with Stryker. Yes. <laughs> causing a war against mutants. Got it. So we'll just do the same movie yep. again. <laughs> same We're movie. actually just going to watch X-Men 2. Yep. Well, this one just wasn't causing a war with them. This one was just murdering them. Sure. Right. Two was just I mean, like, you're cutting out the battle that. portion of the program. <laughs> you're just skipping right to the, oh, they're dead. That's neat. That's what we wanted without all this work. <laughs> so now that that failed, they have to go through more legislation. So they'll, they'll have to more. go through Got more it. of a procedure in order to, instead of just killing them, turn everybody against each other type of thing. Because as of now, it's kind of, everybody's been like a little bit iffy. Um, you get the people that are pro-mutant, you get the people that are anti-mutant. You kind of get a, a melting pot of sorts in that regard. There's no been, been no unifying front on either side, really. Mm. Um, so I think there's going to be some sort of unifying action, which then either pushes the mutants to, to um, be the first attackers or causes the, the humans to be the first attackers. But either way, some larger actual war is going to battle is going to brew between them versus just like, a, oh, we just mental murdered all of them, just like a casual push a button genocide situation. Okay, the casual <clears throat> genocide. Casual. I mean, that's yeah. what they were trying. To, they were trying to get like seven million people. What the fuck? Just like in a cerebro, just like oh, let me just hold this button down for a little bit and murder them all. Here, it's like put in some fucking effort. If you want to murder them, at least do the killing yourself, you lazy sack of shit. Earn that murder. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 X Men three. That's X Mithrian. Was it Mithrian? X Mithrian. That's gross. Because it's X M. No, I understand it. That just sucks. It's like when people say Sasevenin. Literally, nobody has ever said that. <laughs> but that's the title no, of the movie. Sasevenin. Sasevenin. Yeah. Eat my ass. Chris with uh, with uh, uh, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, David no, I, Fincher movie, so I Seven under, Then? I understand the, the thing you're doing. I get it. So I've Seven never, Then. I've never seen Seven, but I know what you're doing. So Seven. Okay. One last question. How do you think this uh, war of yours is going to end up? Who's going to win? What's going to be the result? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. question. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that all of the humans don't die. <laughs> as crazy as crazy as a proposition, it seems like a safe bet that they're not going to kill seven billion people. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, but so, you could still kill like half of them. Yeah. Um, Mother Earth would be happy with that. Yeah. Um, any X Men? More of where I was going. Oh, any, any X Men that are going to die? Or just like X Men theories or <clears throat> X Men theories. <clears throat> 
I feel like it's going to have to end in some climax with with Professor Boy and Magnet Dude. Professor wow. Boy. Yep. Good old Professor Boy. <laughs> and Magnet Dude. And Magnet Dude. Yeah. Magnitude. Yeah. Magnet Magnitude. Yeah. Let's get it. Magnitude. Magnitude. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's <clears throat> Professor. It's the them, boy versus one, the dude. One of them's got to go. <laughs> one of them's got to go. Who's gonna go? I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. Um, gonna guess Magneto's gonna go. Okay. Maybe they both go. How about that? How about this? Fuck that. They both die, and then somebody has to take out the mantle at his gifted gifted boy house. It's basically <laughs> Ragnarok. <laughs> the gifted <laughs> boy house. The gifted boy house. Wait, does somebody then start riding in the wheelchair too? That seems a little too much. <laughs> that seems Maybe a little disrespectful. Maybe they lose the okay. their legs too that's, in the war. That seems a little disrespectful, <laughs> okay? Well, we cut off Luke's hand, we gotta cut off Anakin's. <laughs> what, what, what are we gonna do? Like, mother, like, son? Um... <coughs> So I don't know. Hopefully it's not like fucking Cyclops. It's like, oh, I'm going to be Professor X now. And I'm going to be like, fuck you. But his name is Cyclops, so how could he be Professor X? You know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> what he could do is actually just have an X on his face, and then he sees through the X, and the lasers fire out through yeah. the X in and the form of like an X. His doctorate, too, or something? Become an actual professor? Did he just fire X-wings out of his face? No, like uh, the beam is like an X. Oh. I mean, Disney owns That seems could. very uncomfortable. Like, how would he... Would? I don't know, but like they did it. Bl- <laughs> I don't understand the science here. That was like a legit thing, there's by no, the way. There's no science here. Oh, sorry, no comic book science. Knowledge. This is just silly. There was a point. <laughs> this, this, this is all is dumb ridiculous. shit. ridiculous. The rest of it, perfect sense. No, yeah. This is just, dumb shit. Yeah. So there was a point in the X-Men books where the X-Men had a schism and split up. And they went and formed two different schools, one of which was run by Wolverine and one of which was formed by Cyclops. And Cyclops changed his, his costume to have an X on his face like that. And his powers were messed up at the time, so when he shot him out, they came out through the through the X like a beam, like, so a, so like a laser, like a makes, ray. If it's like this. Makes me think this isn't what's going to happen, so that's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> you yes. seem to be very forthright with that situation, so probably not going that route, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, he doesn't put on the, the X face. The best, the best part of that, by the way, though, is that um, he's—it's not in the movies, but Cyclops does have a son, and that son grows up to be someone else that had his own book. And when they had, uh, I'll find this for you guys to show it to you. There was a cover of that character's book, which was a really buff-looking like picture of Cyclops, like all muscles, like an eight-pack, like everything, and it just said "Daddy's home." But why? Oh, no. It's probably one of my favorite covers of all time. It was, it was yeah, it's Daddy's Home. That's, that's what it bad. Said. I don't like that at so all. So if you Google Cyclops Daddy's I'm Home, doing, um, you'll find no. a super nice, super buff picture. I'm sure shit not going to do that on a work computer. <laughs> no, 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 it'll be fun. No, it'll be fun. Um, I do have a, I do have two two things that I want to add to this. One is just a really quick question, and I just want to come clean about something to you guys. It's a confession. Um, so real quick, who's your favorite character from Cheers? I barely watched Cheers. I don't know. <laughs> the dude that then played. Are we the doing pig. an online quiz right now? <laughs> 
John Ratzenberger, whatever. Whatever, whatever. If that's the dude that played the pig in Toy Story, then him. Okay. So I have a postman, right? He was was the mailman. Oh. John Ratzenberger's character. What's his character name? I don't remember. I I told you I've already watched. No, I've seen like. You guys are from Boston. You don't know your Cheers. I'm not from Boston. (laughs) Don't call me into this. I mean, I am, but I don't give a shit about Cheers. (laughs) Well, where were you for staying elsewhere? Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Okay, so I have a confession to make about this movie. And that I just want you guys to know, going into this, I have a very specific colored opinion about this movie. So when I talk about it with a, a chip on my shoulder, I just want to explain why. So as you probably both know, and our listeners at home are about to learn, I don't, I'm not a big fan of my birthday. And the reason why is because of this movie. <laughs> I feel like you've brought this up to me before. Continue. So the year I stopped, I, I stopped having birthday parties and I didn't want to do anything anymore was 2006 because of X-Men The Last Stand because at the time I had come home from college and was trying to get my previous, the, my, 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 my school friends from home and the girl that I was seeing at the time to go see X-Men with me because it was my birthday. And not only... Did they not go and see it with me? They all went and saw it as a group without me the same night. So when I saw X-Men The Last Stand, it was me and my dad and Brandon Lemos. Because Brandon Lemos was the only one stuck by my side. So good on you, Brandon Lemos. Shout out to Brandon Lemos. No idea what's up with Brandon these days. We have not talked in over a decade, but... (laughs) I hope Brandon is doing well, and fuck the rest of them, because yep. that hurt. Yeah, that's fair. So if, I come, if I'm watching this movie and I seem grumpy or surly, it's because I'm remembering sitting in that theater with my dad and Brandon while the rest of them went and saw it at a different theater the same night without me. <laughs> and that's the story of why I don't like my birthday. That's the story of Brandon Lemos. Um, Good on... The title of this episode is Good on you, X-Men, Lemos. The Last Stand, parentheses, or a shout-out to Brandon Lemos. The I'm, best, I'm, I'm okay the with best, that. The best Brandon I know. Why was Cheers brought up? We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go watch it. Hello, my name is Alice W. Castle, and I host Force Ghost Coast to Coast on the Multiverse A Podcast Network. Each episode, we discuss all the news from the galaxy far, far away, from movies to comics to novels to TV to games and everything in between. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Come join us next time, and may the Force be with you. Welcome back to the show. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. You just watched the movie. What did you think of that movie? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know what I think. <laughs> a lot of it was really dumb. And I'm very torn. Okay. I'm Natalie Imbruglia in here because I'm so torn. Oh, wow. Um, do you know it's actually a cover? I think I heard that at some point, and then I, I listened to the original or something. And I was like, very, I don't care. Yeah, it's a very good, yeah, irrelevant, <laughs> yeah. cool. Um, since you're okay. Natalie and Rudy a minute, um, 
I don't know. I'm torn. I thought it was. I thought it had points that were neat. I thought conceptual. Like it kind of followed a little bit of the. Uh, no, I didn't go as far as claiming a cure, uh, but a lot of like the in terms of amassing an army and yada 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 yada. Um, obviously, I mean anybody could have. That wasn't like whoa. That wasn't Zoom level, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! He figured out that the bad guys. Yeah, they're gonna have you know, a war. Yeah, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Weird. And then Magneto keeps mentioning a war is coming in literally, literally every <laughs> movie. Like you say it as if I pay attention that heavily. It's just subconsciously you affected you. Notes, so. Yeah, you should fucking read these. <laughs> you pay pay attention. There's a reason why I think that you are torn. Is because, and I, I told, I told you ahead of time. I had to write down a bunch of notes to remember that I could tell you all of the things that I was reading, because you just watched two movies that were slapped together. Literally, that's what happened. That's what that movie was. What? What? They had two separate, not even like two different cuts. They had like two different movies. So, X Men and X Men Two were made by the same guy. We haven't really talked about him because he's a piece of shit, Brian Singer. But whatever, we'll kind of throw that out there. This is Brett Ratner or whatever? And this is Brett Ratner, yes. So, in 2004 or three or whatever, X-Men 2 had come out, but all of everyone's contracts were only for two movies. So even though they set up a third one, they still had to do, like, renegotiations across the board. And Brian Singer at the time, he left because he wanted to go make a Superman movie, and he brought James Marsden with him. So that's that's why he's just dead in the first fifteen minutes. That's why he's dead in the first fifteen minutes. Zero fucking fanfare. And with zero fucking fanfare. Nothing. Is because they only they had him for a limited amount of time to just get in a couple scenes to address why Cyclops wasn't going to be in the movie. (laughs) Because he jumped ship to join fucking Brian Singer on Superman Returns. Now it gets better. Does it? The project itself went through multiple directors and multiple different writers um at one point in hugh jackman's contract he specifically stipulated that he would ha- have to sign off on the director and try to get darren aronofsky to make this movie <laughs> I don't know who that is. darren aronofsky made pie and requiem for a dream he makes he trippy hugh- movies basically. hugh jackman had just made the fountain and hugh mm-hmm. jackman is all about darren aronofsky we're going to come back to Darren Aronofsky in the future. Can we just call we're him Aronofsky? We can call him Aronofsky. Perfect. Um, additionally, one of the people uh, who came <laughs> in as a potential writer and director, Matthew Vaughn, which is also something we will have to come back to as to what the fuck is going on with all of these movies. So they eventually settled on Brett Ratner. And this is my favorite part because this is 100% true. He doesn't know anything about X-Men and didn't give a shit. He's just like, yeah, I got to do I got to do work, so I'll make your third movie. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> they had Zach Penn, who is one of the co-writers of X-Men 2. Um, they also brought in an additional person to help with the script because they didn't have any real idea about what they wanted to do with the movie. So they brought in a guy named Simon Kinberg. We're going to come back to that. Jesus Christ. Simon Kinberg. <laughs> How late are we going to be here? Simon Kinberg, uh, for example, as why Fox Barman wrote the Fantastic Four movie, <laughs> as well as the direct-to-home video release of Elektra. <laughs> Wait, who is... That's Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah we might watch Elektra in the let's later not, season. Let's but... not. Let's, we, let's we don't not. need to watch the Daredevil so, or Elektra. <laughs> when Simon Kinberg was brought on, he was like, well, the last thing at the end of the second movie was you saw something in the water. I want to tap into that. I want to do a very famous comic book storyline called The Dark Phoenix. 
which is all about like Jean Grey. She called herself the Phoenix. Blah yeah, blah blah, blah. The studio didn't like it. Aren't they doing that now? <laughs> I said we're going to come back to this. <laughs> Simon Kingberg wanted to do The Dark Phoenix, but the studio didn't want to do that because they felt the X-Men movies were successful based on the politics. So they got Zach Penn to do a screenplay. Oh my god, so like when I was making jokes about episode one and everybody loving parliamentary procedure, that's what they actually (laughs) took from them? Yep. Probably shouldn't have done that. So the studio was like, hey, there's this this guy writing this comic book right now. It's called Gifted. It's an X-Men story. It's pretty political. It has to do with like an X-Men cure. We want to do that one. And Gifted... Is written by Joss Whedon. Oh man, Will Wheaton, he's back. <laughs> so Simon Kinberg and Zach Penn had to take their two ideas and slap them together, but it's still more fucked up because and this is true. At the exact same time, they knew this was the the last X Men movie, but they wanted to keep making movies with the property and keep the license. So they simultaneously developed X Men Origins Wolverine, which is why uh, Hugh Jackman was allowed so much stuff within his contract. But the same thing was, well, this is the last X-Men movie, and we don't want to put too much effort into it and save all the good mutants for the Wolverine series. So that's why all of the mutants that appear in this movie are just, like, throwaway names and just, like, like sure, why not? Here's a mutant. Which gets even better when you take it into consideration. It gets even better. What they did to do that is they gave Brett Ratner an encyclopedia of X-Men characters and just had him pick out some, some ones that sounded cool to him. And that's how they populated the movie's cast. Just with, like, did he have, like, pictures? And he's just like, yeah, he just... That one! Just, I want that one and that yeah. one. Ooh, that one's shiny, that one. He literally just went through a book and was just like, sure, I like that one. So to, every, to populate the cast of the movie. Because the original vision was that a character that we'll come back to later named Emma Frost was supposed to be the villain of this movie and join in and manipulate Jean Grey and all that stuff. But they wanted to keep the, the politics and Magneto and all that stuff. So they were just like, well, I guess we're not going to use that one, so we're going to save it for another series of films. So did everybody that loves X-Men fucking hate this? Kinda, sorta, yeah. Or they just kind of ride or die enough that they're like, whatever. I don't think there's anyone ride or die uh, about this movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I literally wrote down the quote I read. Various characters were just included at the suggestion of editor Mark Helfrich, who brought... Marvel's X-Men Encyclopedia to director Brett Ratner, searching for mutants who could make appearances like Fat, the dude who just randomly got skinny in that one scene. Just like, sure, <laughs> we can do something with that. That's actually a character in Ecstatics. My last little bit... See, I'm not... I'm honestly... A part including of the, Fat? No, no, no. A part of that doesn't bother me. That yeah, he least, just randomly was just like, this one, this one, this one. I get... I'm, I mean, I guess. Well, I'll get into but, but a little bit like, more what, nuances of why that's weird when we talk but about But I guess what, would, what, what else would your options be if you wanted to populate your mutant world and didn't feel like doing any work? Would you just make... <laughs> I you mean, just, just make I think that's the whole problem. Yeah, that's the problem here. <laughs> like, I get it. This is one of the first, like, real iterations of such heavy studio inter- interference because they wanted one specific kind of movie and the writer didn't want to do it. Cool. So the last two bits, you might have noticed someone was missing from the movie and that's Nightcrawler. The reason Nightcrawler isn't in the movie is because it was too annoying to put Alan Cumming in the makeup and they were already doing it for Kelsey Grammer. So they didn't want to do it twice. Mm-hmm. They were like, we could do it for one character. And they just decided not to include him. What? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I admittedly forgot about him a little bit. Um, Which is probably also why like, they picked out certain characters being like, oh, this one probably wouldn't need a lot of makeup. Yep. <laughs> this one's good. Yep. So is this because they were lazy? 
Yep. Just and that, it just wasn't, wasn't worth this it. the most Hire expensive another... movie at the time too? Yeah. Like they spent a shit ton on this movie. Hire another makeup person. No, yeah. wasn't worth it because they would also have to pay Alan Cumming, who is more expensive than just another makeup person, and it wasn't worth it. To to have all of that production. Did you really miss just, Nightcrawler? No, but the Frasier's more worth it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Frasier was actually like a fan favorite pick for it, for a really weird reason, and I can talk about it later. But okay. The last, I actually, I have more fun facts that I'll pepper in throughout <laughs> because there's so many funny things about the behind the scenes for this movie and Brett Ratner's choices. Um, the last thing I'll note, Roger Ebert gave this movie two thumbs up. <laughs> I thought that was very funny as well. Oh boy. This is one of the worst rated X-Men movies though. Mm-hmm. But Roger Ebert thought it was like a fun action movie. He was like, yeah, it's stupid, but... They blow shit up. That's the whole thing. Well, I mean... It's like good for 2006. <laughs> I mean, it was all stupid, so you kind of have to, like, move past that. <laughs> on the stupid also, scale, was like, that oh, was great. Like, the stupid barometer. It's like, it's all dumb. And this was also in a... For context of, like, how long ago 2006 was, right? Like, you didn't have the Nolan Batman movies to compare everything else to. Yeah, it didn't become the universal, like, movie barometer yeah. of superhero movie. So people still didn't really give a shit if superhero movies were good or not. At that time. Yeah, because then, like... Yeah. Only fans gave a Wait. shit as to whether superhero <laughs> movies were yeah. good or not. It wasn't until, like, Dark Knight and Iron Man and, and whatnot that, like, in, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe that this stuff became normal when, and popular and Iron when did, and When did the, the Dark Knight trilogy... Like, when did that start? Like, when did the Nolan trilogy start? Year uh, Dark Knight came out 2008. So I feel Same like Batman... Be- yeah, Iron Man came out 2008. Um, so I feel like it's Batman Begins was like 2006 maybe at the okay. time. Um, so probably around the same thing. But I remember Batman Begins coming out as like people were like, oh, this is like a cool movie. But it wasn't like a Yeah, it a didn't big have much of a following thing. at that time. Yeah, And it was potentially assumed that if the reception wasn't good enough, Batman Begins could have worked as just a prequel to the Michael Keaton, Tim Burton Batman movie. Oh, they could have like worked from, it in yeah. there and then been done with it. And it's just like, cool, we just did like a fun prequel thing about how Batman just learns to be Batman. Yep. You don't mm-hmm. need to do the rest. And then, oh, people like this, we have funding, we'll do all We'll the do the Dark Knight, no fuck. Yeah. So that's, that's what I got for the, just the opening fun fact about how much of a colossal fucking mess <laughs> this movie is. But there's so many fun things to come back to, including Darren Aronofsky, Matthew Vaughn, and Simon Kinberg. So those are three names that do your best to just kind of sort of remember. I mean, I will remember Daronofsky. I will not remember the other two. D-Dog, V-Dog, and K-Dog. Ooh. Or Stog. Stog. I will remember Stog, but I will not remember (laughs) what they refer to. (laughs) Okay. To the notes. To to, to the notes, they say. I've I've given us a good 18-minute head start here. But who's counting? Whatever. (laughs) 15 minutes yeah no, no one's counting definitely not no, no totally one's not looking us. at the timing right now yep. no i'm not looking at my watch all right all right so we're 20 years early we're we're we're, we're hanging out with magneto and professor x we're chilling we're doing shit fun fact the Fuck d you. the <laughs> de-aging technology used on xavier and magneto it was one of the first iterations of it mm-hmm. i mean and they, it was not as good as that one in ant-man apparently because you were just like meh well, cause they did. I mean, it's tough to de-age Patrick Stewart. Yeah, because I think he aged smooth out his lines. Yeah, but I think Instagram he went, reality. I think he went from like eighteen to like seventy-five uh-huh. at age thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he just fast-tracked it to seventy-five and then just just stayed, stayed there. there forever. But so they CGI'd really... Ian McKellen's hair. 
Great. Look, really? To look less gray. Diet. <laughs> and they got rid of all of his wrinkles and stuff too. It's like it's it like one of the first times they foundation. ever tried to do that. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It was fine. Michael Douglas was better, but that also was like ten years in between. So you know, yeah, cutting some slack. But you know, cutting yeah. some slack. Yeah, I will. How about that. Um, and then I. <laughs> so then, like the two random old dudes come in and start chatting with you, and then they're like, "Perhaps it would be better if we talked to your daughter alone." And they're like, "Yeah, that's cool." Two mutants just come into my house and want to talk to my like nine-year-old daughter alone. Yeah, it's fine. It's the 80s. And I said, yeah, it was 20 years ago, huh? It was before abducted in plain sight, right? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Too soon? Moving on. <laughs> um, Fun fact, the two guys outside the house who were doing lawn mowing and uh, doing the garden stuff, one was Stan Lee and the other one was Chris Claremont, who's a very oh. famous X-Men writer who wrote the Dark Phoenix saga, for example. Cool. All right. That's, fine. That's, that's his nod, like, here you go, buddy. Um, You're a gardener. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> <you> like it. <laughs> and then they jump ten years just so wingman cutting off his yeah wings. Wingman. Angel. Yeah. What's his name? Okay. Angel. I said Captain Falcon is that you. That's what I wrote down. So, but no, we can go with Angel. That's fine. That's fine. And then they're in their simulation, whatever. The danger room. The danger room? That's the danger zone. Called. The danger room. The danger zone. It's called the danger zone. Get it. I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was in the danger room? We're going to fucking Kitty Pride now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Congratulations. Awesome. At least she did a thing through in like different portions of the movie. We cast her finally. And they actually said, they actually they, said her name. Yeah, they said, thanks, Kitty. I was like, whoa! <laughs> Holy shit. No Jubilee. Jubilee was in the movie. Fucking she's, of course she was. She's in the credits. Fuck off. Was it a different person? It was it? a different actress, but <laughs> yeah, course. there is that was a the third the three third of fourth third third of four Jubilees. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, third. Jubilee's coming back. <laughs> you will see Jubilee again. Don't you worry, my friend. I was oh boy, oh golly. We got Ellen Page finally. We got someone Yeah. Finally some, some clout. Yeah. That's cool. Had she Junoed already? No. No? I don't think she Junoed. I don't know. I don't remember what year Juno come out, but I don't. (laughs) Came out. (laughs) I think Juno was after. Oh, seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Juno was after. So this was her second. No, 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 no. Her Rocket to Stardom was Card Candy. Oh, Uh, that sounds like a movie I've heard of. Oh, oh boy. Have you seen Hard Candy? I have. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hard Candy is, uh, like, the the fact it put it, it you'll understand why it put Ellen Page on a map. Um, it was basically a movie about the concept of to catch a predator, yeah. but without uh, what's his face, the without Chris, like a TV yeah, show, yeah, <laughs> yeah, without Doing the cameras that? and yeah. so it's a girl shows up at an older man's house who had invited her over, and then the rest of the movie is she tortures him for two hours. It's fucking nuts. It is great. She is fucking, she's insane in that movie, but she's, like, really good. I don't want to see that. There's a sequence where she straps him to his bed or something and has a camera on his junk and then videotapes her cutting it off. Okay. So that's what Ellen Page (laughs) made it to the map for. So after Hard Candy, like, oh, we need to put her in an X-Man movie. Yeah, it just leveled out her stardom until the next phase. Well, so... 
it, Ellen Page and someone else that we'll talk to, because I know you have a specific mo- uh, specific note about that. Oh, do I? <laughs> um, there were people that were, like, up and coming, and it was like, oh, like, we got to get them in, like, a big, big Hollywood movie. Okay. So Ellen Page was one of one of the two newcomers of, like, there's a lot of buzz about this individual. I assume you weren't talking about the new up-and-comer of Kelsey Grammer. No. Okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's the note I thought you were talking about. I'm like, uh, kind of established. <laughs> Is this why we're talking about Cheers? Yeah, yeah. Now it all makes sense. There we go. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that. But I mean, I I barely remember Frasier in Cheers because I just think of the spinoff show all the time. Right. You know, Frasier. Like everybody thinks of Mark Harmon, you never think of Jag. Eggs and bacon and French toasts in the morning. (laughs) Nope. I don't really know the Frasier. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. That's what I was trying to (laughs) say. French toast in the morning. <laughs> Great. Sometimes you the goose are called and dusted in and scrambled eggs. That's nice. Something about a Seattle radio talk show host, but in Boston. Yep, you're getting it. <laughs> That's the Cheers theme song, right? Yeah, yep. Yep. totally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Bobby and, and Kitty are clearly... You know, a little, a little intrigued by one another, and then fucking, what's her face? Fucking Rogie Dog over there is like, ah, my God, classic man, am I right? They just care about some boom boom, is what I wrote down, because, oh right, yeah, they were all because she does that line. Yeah, because my follow up is zingers for days. Um, she says, "All you men only think about one thing," and then I went, "Snap, snap, snap." You did. And then there was one after that, I thought. I saw sometimes it takes... Oh, right. With Wolverine. Uh, uh, Cyclops was like, it takes longer for some of us to heal Wolverine. Or some of us don't heal as quickly as you do. Yeah, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> Where are the bongos? Then um, I said, oh, hello, blue person. Um, so he's, what, the beast or whatever? Yeah. You finally... Yeah, I, I named him right. Honestly, that's the only reason I knew it is because on my shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. I've, worn, I've tried to wear this X-Men t-shirt every time I think you have it. worn it every time. Just for you. That's <laughs> so you have a reference point. <laughs> it took three episodes for it to pay off. The next movie is going to have the last dude on here. He's going to show up in the next mm-hmm. one. There you Trench go. coat man. Yep. Yep. That's his name. Good. That's great. Rain man. Rain, they call him Rain man. <laughs> yep. That's... Yeah, Beast. Um... The reason people really liked Kelsey Grammer is because in the 90s there was an animated X-Men cartoon and the act, the voice actor of that sounded very similar to Kelsey Grammer. That's so fucking dumb. It wasn't even him? It wasn't Kelsey Grammer on the 90s cartoon, no. But it, but it was someone that had the same demeanor and like the way of speech uh, or the way of speaking as Frasier did. So they were like, well, we could just cast Frasier. And everyone was like, yay, it works. That's really silly and dumb, but I kind of like it. Well, because Beast is supposed to be like a smarty pants. Yeah, smarty pants McGee. Mm-hmm. He's one of the like eight smartest people in the world or something like that in comics. Oh, um, he's like that a, level. He he's like an a class seven omega brain, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Just his brain, not the rest Just, of no, him. No, the rest of him is what, like class like two mutant, class seven brain. Yeah. Um, so why is there now just a random department of mutant affairs? That we've apparently never talked about. Because they went and talked to the president at the end of the last movie. And then just made one? Yeah. That's how stuff happens time, in government, right? It happens passes. instantaneously. You, just, you add in layers of government to help the... Yeah, you just you just snap your fingers and... That's how democracy works. Kill half the people. Um, it is like a new thing, they say. 
It's not, he's been an advocate for it, and they're like, cool, we'll give you a position. You can talk to the president. And he's like, cool. Word. Give me that scrambled eggs. Yep, and that toss salad. Um, and then I said, is that Kelsey Grammer? Because, yes, it's Kelsey Grammer. Yep. Uh, so then they're, they're interrogating Mystique in the room, and she's obviously just fucking with them. And he's like, you're going to stop this. And she's like... And then she does the Spongebob meme. You're going to stop yeah. this. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck do you... Like, no. No. Dumb. The guy... Uh, or the, the There's another new character introduced there. Um, like the general or whatever. His name is Trask. Okay. That'll be something we'll come back to as well. Okay. Neat. Just, I just want to, call, again, call this out now about Trask. Oh, we, didn't also, we also didn't talk about the Danger Room, what they were fighting in the Danger Room. I wrote down a Megazord. What it is, so... I, sk- I skipped it in my notes because I was like, I don't need to talk about a Megazord. The, <laughs> one of the most classic X-Men villains were these giant, like, huge, like, like, like three or four story tall robots called Sentinels. Um, and the Sentinels were programmed to hunt down and either collect or kill mutants. Um, it's one of the, probably the bigger like X-Men threats is these giant robots. And there's been so many different inter- iterations of Sentinels, but they've never been put into the movies. Um, now so the, they have. The only nod that we get is that severed head, which is the, the severed head of a Sentinel. But Super. We'll talk more about Sentinels. I'm as well. sure we well, will. Well, Sounds though. like we're going to come doing, up again. Going to be doing a lot of fucking talking here. Um, <laughs> well, like over the course of like the next five episodes. Yeah, All right, Doobie brother. And then I said, Steely my, Dan over there. Yes, you are commenting on my shirt. I'll have you know that a gentleman earlier in a training I was running was like, "Hey, I like that shirt," and I was like, "Ha ha, you're 65." That's ages. What was he? 65. More like he, he's he's a fan of my shirt, and as am I, he also... Is he a fan of living dangerously in the summer? Usually. I mean, what, are you going to live safe? Back to the notes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dad. Uh, I was like, my mutant ability is I can write while holding my hand above a notebook. Is that based off of an actual mutant? Probably was. <laughs> Look at me. I don't even need to write. I just wave my hand over and my notes go down. We were talking about this, though. There's got to be some shit mutants out there that have, like, the worst fucking powers, like, like an fat? extra finger or, or fat. The guy that just expands and gets really fat and then all de-expands and is no longer fat. And then, yeah. Do you remember the ecstatics at all? Do you no, remember that? No, Basically, uh, all the shit level mutants. <laughs> Peter Milligan and Mike Allred did a whole thing. Uh, it's important in comics for reasons I won't get into, but it's basically like here's like the rejects and the weirdos of the X Men, like fat. So it, it it is literally just like a whole group of weirdos. There's one where like the the, the character's power is dying. And, and like resurrecting or just dying? Because I can die. That they would be die. my mutant power. That's literally just all they do is they dying. die and then they come back. Oh, but they come back. Oh, but they also, the reason, okay. Because, like, I can die. <laughs> the reason why ecstatics was important is because there was another character that's power was exploding, but they could only do it once. So <laughs> there used to be a thing in comics. What? Um, how would you even find that out? Yeah, how do you know that that's your power? <laughs> there used to be a thing in comics. Well, because it's like, oh, like if you use it, you might men? not. <laughs> it's like if you use it and you explode, like, you might not be able to repiece yourself. But so it's like, I'm you... not going to use my power. But then. how do you know you can explode? Because they they were able to figure did you out go through, like, power. Did, did you go through like a power scanner and you're like, yeah, your power is explosion. It's <laughs> comics. I don't know. They figure that shit out. 
But almost came to close be, to exploding, but I don't know if I could come back. There used to be a thing called the Comics Code Authority, which was basically like, here's what you can and cannot have in comics. Like, if you put this in, we won't approve it and you can't sell it. That included uh, stuff like smoking. You couldn't have smoking in comics and whatnot. And Marvel, Marvel was the first uh, publisher to say, we don't give a fuck about this anymore. We're going to have this character that explodes, explode himself and kill a whole bunch of people and do a whole spread of just like bloody guts and parts. And it was the first big comic in the two, in the Audis or whatever that um, got rid of the Comics Code Authority. The only reason you might know that stamp is because of the beginning of Spider-Verse. It shows up. There's that weird stamp. And then it goes uh, away. I mean... And I was the only person in the theater when we saw it that laughed. And I was like, ha ha! Anyways, back to your notes. <laughs> yeah, th- there are a lot of dumb powers. Dumb. And Brett Ratner was like, I got this. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah, guys. no, these are totally fine. This is... The forecast called for a sunny day. What's wrong, Storm? I don't have to be psychic, but I am. So I know what you're thinking already. So why are we talking? It's good dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. You can thank Zach Penn or Simon Kinberg, whichever one you want. I don't. I'm not going to thank either of them, actually. Brett Ratner. Sure. <laughs> Joss uh, Whedon. Joss Will Whedon. Um, okay, so I was like, okay, I was close. Storm's picking up the mantle. Not Cyclops. All right. Cool. Yep. One off. Well, because I didn't think Cyclops was going to die in 15 minutes. <laughs> like, I can't remember why I wrote down so many zingers, but I'm sure there was another zinger in that scene. Doesn't really fucking matter. I think Beast so. calls Wolverine. He's like, I've heard you're an animal. And Logan's like, look at you. And Kelsey Gamer's like, <laughs> And then I was like, ah, so being different is a disease. We're doing that whole thing. All right, because they have the cure and whatever. Yep. And I was like, so Rogue wants the cure so she can be with Frosty Boy. Cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry, she's doing it for herself. I forgot. I forgot. All right. I was like, so Magneto's not recruiting mutants. They don't want to be cured. Okay, I was close. Talking genocide, but I got it the wrong way. I thought it was going to be a, a human genocide, but flippity floppities. Yeah. Can't win them out. Magneto's army is basically the Brett Ratner encyclopedia of random characters. Yeah, I, I figured. And the other fun part, there's another fun fact that I've saved. They wrote mutants specifically for the movie as like, a, like we just want a mutant who can do this. And then they were like, oh shit, we need names for these mutants. So they just borrowed names from popular mutants even though those characters already exist. So they picked the names of popular mutants and then just yep. transposed them on just, somebody with different mutant powers? 100%. Cool. Um, which I uh, would like to call the Jubilee, Jubilee Syndrome. Is that just what you like, like to call it? Well, we have this person here. Let's just call it Jubilee. Why not? <laughs> like the guy with the quills in his face? You would think his name is like up. Quill Boy. What do you think? What, what, would you, what, would, what was the name you would have given him if you were I writing mean, this? I, I mean Needleface. Needleface, yeah. Ne- the Needler. Do you know what his name is? It's Kid Omega. That doesn't make sense. It's what? a completely different character. Do you, do you know who Kid Omega is? Is that what? Don't they all have There's like, something about. <laughs> don't they all have the Omegas? Like the Mark is the Omega uh, like, that they have. I yep. wonder why. But Kid Omega is from Grant. It's not Dark Seed. Sorry, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God, it's it's the it's same. Um, this is why we chose season three. Kid Omega <laughs> is from Grant Morrison's X Men. He's the one who leads the oh. riot and yeah, yeah, King okay. Choir. That's Kid Omega. And uh, the woman that runs fast and can sense other powers for whatever reason, that's a, that's a cool combo, um, is uh, Callisto, the leader of the Morlocks. It's not what her power is. She just hangs out underground and leads freaky people. So her power is leading freaky people? Yep. 
It's like David Bowie. To do to do what? Anything? To dance in the streets. Why not? <laughs> Psylocke <laughs> is also one of the characters in the movie. Really? Yeah. Um, you know what the oh, she shows up a few times when she's got like a girl oh, with purple fuck. streaks in her hair. That's Psylocke. Like chameleon. I, I brought her up already because I said that she's Faith from Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had the exact same. Actually, yeah, she had the, the exact same hairstyle. <laughs> she had like a little tattoo purple. under her eye. Too. Yeah, I was like, you're yeah. just you're just Faith. That's Psylocke. <laughs> Faith, I get it. It's a, another character you might see again in the future. Just maybe. <laughs> um, and, and then the, the other the other named one is like ArcLight. And just. Bu- yeah, I don't know. It's just they just grab names and they're like, "Why not?" Needleface. All I said was, "I said sub Juntao because he plays Juntao in Rush Hour One, which yeah. is which is important." Um, I feel like he's more famous for being a regular on Lost, but that's okay. You didn't see Lost. I didn't. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant. He was on the boat. And I said, what the fuck is a class three mutant? What classification <laughs> board is classifying fucking mutations? That's her if, power. If that's the case, fucking I can write with my hand over the notebook is basically non-fucking existent. We've talked about like Omega class mutants and whatnot. Yeah. Who's making this up? <laughs> she is. That's her superpower. <laughs> Who's she? Callisto. The freaky people one? Yeah, the freaky <laughs> people. Or the one in the room just like making people's powers turn off. Wait, who's Callisto? No. Oh, Callisto the one that says She's like you're not at the mark? Yeah. So she just makes up this classification system. Yeah. I based guess. on based on what? No, Her actually, class. Xavier and Magneto uh, call they, they Jean Grey a class five. Yeah. <laughs> they they reference it prior to her. Or, yeah. So there seems to be some like fucking F, like mutant bureau classification system that everybody is aware of, and they're like, "Oh, she's a class five. <gasps> a class five? What the fuck does that mean?" And how do you gauge the severity of a mutation when all of these mutations are so vastly different? Would you prefer a color-coded system? Like she's like no, mutant no. level orange? This is all stupid. Is it like two... Okay, so two mutants have mutations that can fly. This one can fly a little bit faster. Is this one a three and this one's a two? Like, what the fuck are we doing? It makes no goddamn sense. It's just all arbitrary garbage. Oh, she seems really powerful, so she's a five. Do we know anybody more powerful than her? No, so I guess the scale ends at five. But what if we find a six? Oh, shit. How are we going to gauge a six? Oh, she's more powerful than the five. How are we going to gauge that? Do we know all of her powers yet? Um, no. What say you? I don't totally want to engage. I don't either. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Uh, So fucking dumb. I also think... Debates about this stuff is pretty dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine because everything going in my head right now is fucking stupid. Well, because you're trying to make you're trying to make this like logical, and it's not. It's just but like they, exactly, and it's not. Which is why then you shouldn't put classifications on it because all of these things are different things. Like what classes a car versus a plane? They do two different things. They're not classified similarly. Yeah, they're both vehicles that go. Vehicles are classified. Hmm. But they're different. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't understand. They're both classified as vehicles, whereas these are both classified as mutants. Right. Do you gauge No, but like cars have like different yeah. levels and classes and licenses that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying comparing a plane to a car. They are both vehicles. Okay, yeah. <laughs> How do you determine what class the plane is versus what class the car is since they're doing two completely different things even though they are technically both vehicles? 
That's the analogy for mutants. Maybe it's like, you know, there's mutants with this X gene, and then there's Siamese twins. Oh, fuck (laughs) off. Get get out of here. That's the planes and cars. So now you can subclass the mutants with the X genes and subclass the Siamese twins. I don't know. What's the Siamese twins going on? It's another mutant. Mutation. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, I could pull the literal apples and oranges. I was just going to say, can we just call it apples and oranges? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like... They're both fruit. Yeah, but they're different things. But one is but more the, delicious. The orange is a class four and the apple's a class three, <laughs> even though they're right different. So Jean no, Grey is really like powerful. Religion. Let's move on. It's fucking it's class five. <laughs> what the fuck is the Enchantress? What class is she? Fuck her. <laughs> what a bitch. I hate her. God. Callback. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then when she changes to the little kid, I said, pepper spray that little bitch in the face. <laughs> this is what I wrote down. When Mystique's being a little doucher. In the... He did swear at her. He said something yeah. Along those lines. Yeah, I know. Well, I, he should have just pulled the trigger and done it. Um, and I was like, okay, so this dude's mutation is that he can heal people's mutations. Leech. Okay. Good old Jimmy. It's another example of we're just going to take a name and throw it on a kid. Jimmy? Leech. Oh, it's <laughs> like, yeah, you can name anybody Jimmy. That's not like... <laughs> Leech is a mutant. He can't absorb powers from other mutants, so they were just like, "All right, we can just work with that." So it makes a little bit more sense. But the they actual leech use them, is not. literally nothing like the Jimmy of the movie, who just has like a field around him where mutation can't exist. Interesting. Okay. Um, Get all Warren Worthington of Worthington Industries on Alcatraz Island. Yep, as you do. So, I, uh, fun fact. Is for it, you. Is it, though? I was debating saving it, but I'm going to pull it out now. Yeah. The only reason that they did Alcatraz is because when Brett Ratner was putting together his ideas for the climax of the movie, they wanted it in New York and Washington, and he's like, all movies are in New York and Washington. We're going to go to Alcatraz, because nobody does anything in San Francisco. Clearly you haven't seen The Room. Or The Rock. I never saw The Rock. Which was a huge fucking movie in the 90s. Or Escape from Alcatraz. Also a huge movie. (laughs) But like... Little on the nose, but... The Rock is like one of the biggest action movies of all time. I'm aware. I've never seen it, though. Got our boy Nick Cage in it. I should see The Rock. Of Superman fame and Spider-Man noir fame. Yep. Should Should I see The Rock? No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, you're good. Okay. No. You literally just said it's one of the biggest action movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, it is one of the biggest action movies of all time. You're it good. doesn't mean it's worthwhile. You know, what, you know what else that the director of that movie made? Armageddon. Transformers. Transformers 2. Transformers 3. I get it. It's Michael Bay. I get, yeah. I get what we're doing here. <laughs> like, it is, it's one of the biggest action movies of all time, but I don't think you need to see a Michael Bay movie. I don't think anybody... Okay, fine. Everyone needs to see one Michael Bay movie, but that's it. It doesn't have to be The Rock. <laughs> there you go. If you had to recommend one Michael Bay movie... Honestly, <laughs> actually, you know what? You would like The you would like the Rock because Nick the, the movie opens with Nick Cage giving like a diatribe about uh, being a Beatles fan. And great. then it's it's him and Sean Connery for the rest of the movie. It sounds great. So, I'll loan it to you sometime. I don't see the, I don't see the problem there. It's on the, it's on the Criterion Collection, so you know it's good. That's... Yeah, <laughs> that's how you know. So is Armageddon, so... And I own both. Anyways. Not shocking. Um, so then, fucking, <laughs> fucking Cyclops is yelling at the water. Yeah, and then, as you do. And then <laughs> I beams the water. Yep. And then she's just there. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Well, whirlpool it. first. Sorry. You didn't explain Sorry. the whirlpool. You're right. There was a whirlpool. Yep. She was ensconced in a cocoon of sorts. Yes, a psychic cocoon. A psychic cocoon. A psychic cocoon. A psychic cocoon. So, in the time it took for a Bureau of Mutant Affairs to be spun up and run, she has just been under the water in a cocoon, hanging out. Yeah. What? That's how that works. Why is she, mm-hmm. what's she doing? I mean. Just sleeping. When Taking the bug goes the, the cocoon, it doesn't just yeah. like the next day hop out as a butterfly. I'm pretty sure it's not a literal cocoon. <clears throat> I don't think she went in as a caterpillar. Well, she didn't that come out as a literal butterfly. Yep, you yeah. said a bug. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for caterpillar. So there's a, one additional fun fact that I want to throw in there. Um, so in that scene, she, he makes a big deal about James Marston taking off yeah. his sunglasses. Part of the reason why they were not, they were like, you know, like we'll just keep him in for two minutes and kill him off is because uh, audience didn't connect with Cyclops. Because at the time, you know, again, superhero movies weren't, like, a big thing. People didn't, like, go the extra mile, mile to give a shit. Do you want to know what the number one complaint as to why people could not connect with people Cyclops? couldn't see his fucking eyes. He couldn't see his eyes. Eat a bag of dicks. That's the whole fucking point. he sucked. <laughs> That's it. The reason people they didn't felt connect. audiences could not connect with Cyclops because he couldn't see his eyes. I didn't connect with him because he sucked. No. Like, I can see Hawkeye's eyes. No, he sucked because you couldn't see his eyes. Yeah, it's because you couldn't see his eyes. So if we ever see Cyclops again, I want you to to, to tell me. If he's whether or not he sucks. Based on whether (laughs) I can see his eyes. I'm going to turn the corner because I can see his baby baby blues over there. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking so stupid. So one of the things that I think, like, it's the reason why, like, fan purists, blah, 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 hate it. And it's, like, one of the reasons this movie doesn't work is because the actual concept of the Phoenix is so much more than, well, there was a little girl who was angry all the time, so we just suppressed her rage for a while. The actual phoenix is this big, like, cosmic entity that's, like, super important to the existence of the universe who looks for strong psychics or telepaths to inhabit and, mm-hmm. and work through, um, such as Kid Omega at, a, at one point. Um, also, in the far distant future, the phoenix inhabits Wolverine. Moving back into the current conversation... Um, so your ways have been seamless. <laughs> so, uh, when Simon Kinberg wrote the script for the Dark Phoenix part of this movie, he wanted to do it as like the big space epic stuff, like it's a big existential concept or this huge entity or whatever. And the studio said, "People aren't going to figure that out. It's, it's too big. They're not. They're not going to know what you're talking about with a space bird that likes telepaths." So we're just going to make her angry. That would be like five minutes of dialogue. That's not hard. I mean, they they did five minutes of dialogue with what they they did. You you literally just explained what it was in like 45 seconds. Yeah, that was too big of a concept for 2006. I mean, yeah, I can just say it's dumb, but that's not what we're doing here. They just avoided it because they thought it was too difficult. Yeah. But you just... That's also why it only took to, like, the last five years to get a Wonder Woman movie. (laughs) I'll throw that shade. (laughs) I am not afraid to throw that shade. Studios have always been risk-averse. No. And with with a giant cosmic space bird, it's like, that's too big of a thing. Fantastic Four wasn't exactly going the way they wanted, and that's all cosmic bullshit. Um, That's why they 
also he's the writer of Fantastic Four, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like he really wanted to to do it to do it that way and couldn't, so they had to button it up and fit it in with the political stuff of the other storyline. So they just were like, well, she's angry, she's a level five psychic cocoon being of pure instinct and horniness. Like, let's just run with it. I mean, I think angst overall is common in a lot of the characters in this movie. Angst seems to be a powerful uh, tool. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Because they can't explain things otherwise other than just angst and hormones and feelings. Yeah. It's life. It's angst and hormones (laughs) and feelings. Just those things. I can die. Maybe I'm a mutant. Because I can die. Apparently that's the threshold now. <laughs> um, I was like, so is she like another class five or whatever? I'm like, what the fuck? She's the class. Was she just waiting in the water for him to come? Like R2 at the end of Force Awakens? Kinda. R2 when Luke shows up, he's just like, oh shit, I'm fine. Yeah, the Force awakened him. I got it. It's fucking dumb. Or not when Luke showed up, when Ray showed up. Showed up. Yeah. Whatever, fucking cares. That movie sucked too. Um... Just gonna shit on everything right now. Um, and I said, so she's basically a god. This whole thing is dumb. And then I said, so was that the a dream? Phoenix dr- is, is technically a god, yeah. So it's like, so was that a dream or a vision? What the fuck is going on? And then they get sent to Lake Alkali, Alkali Lake or whatever. And I said, since when is the lake Dagobah? But then she stormed. She made it misty, I guess. She stormed <laughs> it out. And, I th- and then I said, I followed up with, I guess when the laws of nature stopped working. <laughs> and then I wrote parentheses floating sunglasses and I was like Guy Fieri was here and I missed him <laughs> <laughs> what a shame um, and then they seem to breeze completely over him being not there with the sunglasses they're like oh the sunglasses he was here but he's not anymore guess we better go Gene's here Pretty much. I mean, everyone yeah. hated Cyclops, including the characters. <laughs> they couldn't connect with him because they couldn't see yeah. his eyes. She could, and then she was like, oh boy, I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah, his eyes are fucked up. <laughs> Better murder this fucker. <laughs> they, they address it. Hey, I think he's dead, and then they just move on. Yep. Did you miss that line? <laughs> I guess I did. When so, Wolverine's like, I think she killed Cyclops, and then they're Oh, like, no, 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 I heard that. Yeah, and then, okay. they, and then they're gone. And then they, that's it. They just move on with their day. Yep. That's how murder works. <laughs> um, I said, okay, so he can just mentally block shit in your personality slash brain. Professor Xavier is just kind of yeah. like putting up psychic block. Like, is this actually a thing? Or is this, this, yes. this, this is how they shoehorned? No, it's a thing. He can just put, like, walls in your brain to block shit yep. off? That's dumb. It's um, been a plot, I think, multiple times. Cool. All right. In the, in the books. Um... Yeah, he's a pretty powerful telepath. Not a little. I mean, five. he could like stop everybody in the room except for uh, like the president or whatever in the end of X two. Like he can, he can do some shit. Like, uh, fine, whatever. You can see, <laughs> fucking end of the movie. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, no, it's, we'll get there. Yeah, fucking stupid. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. And then Angel, I was like, oh, he's the son in big trouble. Well, wasn't expecting that. So that's the second one. <laughs> that was the person I was referencing. In addition to Ellen Page, is Ben Foster. Who you know as Tim Allen's son in Big Trouble. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ben Foster made a movie, I think it was called like Alpha Dogs. It was, he was pretty fucking crazy in it as well. Not like Ellen Page hard candy crazy, but like super intense and, and, and nutso. 
Um, so and they that had was, like a thing they were looking for, huh? And and yeah, they they pulled him in. He was kind of like star on the rise. I feel like Ben Foster's like up and down. Like there's times where people love him and then they forget that he exists. I didn't but know he existed. This movie, what they do with Angel is real fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just a weird. He's just like caught flying, and like yeah. in weird stances. That's pretty much like his entire world. His he's like, I'm <laughs> here, Dad. <laughs> Hello. Just like spreads his wings and then just pieces out. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. Like, yeah, they strap him to the thing, he breaks free, and then he just goes, he does like a power, like, ah, stance. Yeah. And then just flings himself out the window. That's basically, mm-hmm. that's the best they could get with fucking Ben Foster. I guess. Ben Foster's a really good actor. He was recently in, like, Hell or High Water with Chris, Chris Pine. Oh, yes. He was the that brother. That was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. and he was fantastic He's in amazing that. in it. He was in uh, Leave No Trace, which is one of the biggest mm. Oscar snubs of this last year. Like, he's a very good actor. And what they did with him in this movie is, like, no wonder his star <laughs> went down for a little while. Like, I feel bad, but it's well, not his trouble fault. It was out, Chris Evans so. in Fantastic Four, basically. <laughs> yeah. It was just disappointing. Shit. Um, wow. Yeah, whatever. The fucking... Then I just said Christ's whole thing is just ridiculous after he jumped out the window. And then they get the... So then Magneto's just garbage-compacting cars on the people inside of him breaks mystique out uh, and then she gives like the whole told you I'd kill you stupid um uh, okay and then random 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 mutants join in the fray Jamie Madrix the multiple man ah yes the multiple. additionally super Eric popular Dane. character at the time <laughs> yeah uh and uh who is the other character that showed up there uh, juggernaut yeah yeah. Did he look familiar at all? Yeah, I couldn't play. I, I mentioned that he looked familiar, and I couldn't place why. Juggernaut's the villain in Deadpool, too. At the end of the movie, where there's that huge yeah. guy that they yeah. also break out of a moving prison. Yeah. That's the Juggernaut. Yeah, no, you're right. That's the same character. At first I was like, no, that's Cable. What the fuck are you talking about? But... I know it's the same Dr. character. Also there, but I yeah, thought you were talking about the actor, too. I was like, that's uh, not Jeff, the same Josh actor. Roland. Yeah. Josh Brolin, sir. For Cable. What? No, for, for cable. Juggernaut. For Cable. Okay, for cable. yep. For Cable. For Cable. Okay. All right. Do you know what Cable's real name is? No. Nathan Summers. That's great. Do you know what Cyclops' real name is? Summer Sanders. Scott Summers. That's great. Who do you think Cable is? I'm going to guess his dad. <laughs> He's but he's old. from the future. His son. I don't know the fucking timeline with this shit. Do you know who Juggernaut is related to? Uh, no. <laughs> Juggernaut is the fuck off. The brother <laughs> of Professor Xavier. Oh, eat my ass. <laughs> fucking chug my butt. Get out of here with that. That's uh, all. That's true. They're brothers. Yep. Great. Super. Step. But still, fine. Whereas Cable <laughs> is Cyclops' son from the future. What? We're not, it's, it's He's a not always dead. And a woman <laughs> love each other very much. It's fine. Good. They have a baby, and then in the future, that baby travels back in time when they're older. Fine, you stop. To hang out. We're with gonna have parents. to talk about this again later, so we can fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch upon this later. Okay. Do you remember in Deadpool when he's always making jokes about how, like, uh, or it was in, like, Once Upon, the trailer for Once Upon a Deadpool where Fred Savage is like, 
oh yeah, like you know, this is you know, or Deadpool's like this is a Marvel movie, and Fred Savage is like, yeah, like a Marvel movie licensed by Fox. <laughs> Yeah. It's like Nickelback covering the Beatles. Right. That's this movie. <laughs> Basically what we're dealing with. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So the Juggernaut's here. Yeah, Juggernaut's here, whatever. She gets cure bulleted, and then he's just like, oh, fuck you. I'm out. Kind of a kind of a dick bag. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I said, everyone is so concerned about Gene that nobody fucking wondered where Cyclops is. And then, like, four lines down, I, I have... see his eyes. I couldn't connect. <laughs> Never gonna let that go. Yeah, so then... <laughs> Funniest trivia. Then he's getting the hots for her while she's on the table, grabs her, grabs her arm, yanks her down. She's like, he's like, stop reading my thoughts. She's like, I don't have to read your thoughts. And I just wrote, yeah, because you've got a boner. Um, moving on. And then they just start dry humping on a table. Um, I said, it's gonna be super awkward when Professor, Professor X comes in and sees you both banging on a table, but then... I'm sure there's also security cameras hooked up and everything. Yeah, it's probably yeah, when all of the of technology was gone freaky-deaky mm-hmm. in the background. He's probably watching the whole thing. That's probably how it gets off. That's probably his thing. Oh, dear. And I was like, finally someone asked about Scott. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like, I don't Just like him. but a passing it, reference. But at least like, somebody yeah, give a shit for a second. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. He was technically your friend. I was like, so is Wolverine basically the Star Lord of this situation? We kind of just ruined everything. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I like the I like the reference. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Do it. I think she, I think she was gonna kind of go it regardless. nuts regardless. You probably didn't have. But I I like the reference. <laughs> uh. Okay, so yeah, they're weaponizing the antidote because they have the guns and all that. So they're going to use that as like the, the the thing to kind of, uh, oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Not ionized. What's the? It's uh, a word to get bring everybody to bring everybody. It doesn't matter. They're going to bring every, everybody together against them because they can kind of be like, hey, mobilize. Fucking, no, <laughs> like not cauterize, but like there's a, a together that's mashed. For, I don't care. Mashed potatoes. Yep, mashed potatoes. They were going to mash potato-fy, and it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, so they use that as, like, the methodology for getting everybody together, which makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I told you they'd make weapons, fuckos. Here's a weapon. Let's fucking fuck these bitches up. Got it. And then they go back, yeah, because Jean's at her old house, and I was like, what a suburban street. Look at all the children at play. Because there were, like, 20 people just out and about in this cul-de-sac and just, you know, living their, their nice white picket fence lives. Um, yeah, and then I said, what makes someone a higher or lower class mutant? I don't need to get back into that again. Um, and then shit starts going down in the house. Wolverine's like, I gotta go in there. I'm like, what the fuck could you possibly think you could bring to the table here? He has so many instances where he's like, oh, man, I'm gonna go jump in and do this thing. And it's like... Bro, <laughs> there's a class five and then two class fours hanging out in there, and you are whatever class. You're going to get fucked up. Class question mark. Class. Class clown. Ah! Um, yeah. And then Juggernaut just, like, picks him up and throws him into the house when the one thing he was told to do is not, not let anyone in the house. Oh, let me, let me speed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then basically Professor X just gets dusted. Yeah. 
This gets dusted up in this bitch. Just gets Thanos. Like, yeah, seriously. Just happened at the same exact time. Yeah. Thanos did that. Yeah. Basically. Basically the same animation, too, for the dusting. Yeah. So. Basically. I mean, add 15 years, but... Were you sad when Professor X died? I actually was. I was kind of bummed. bummed. And you said that some, that they were going to die. I mean, one of them kind of died, and the other one did die. Well, we'll get His into spirit that. died. <laughs> His body died. Yeah, but you didn't know that at the time. So the emotions you felt are still valid. Thank you for validating my emotions. The uh, request from the studio was that that sequence mirror the death scene of Spock in Star Trek. The request. Wrath of Khan. (laughs) I'll I'll trust you on that. The emotional, the emotional weight of that is that you you didn't you didn't want him to go, but you understood why he was going. I don't really. That That was what they were going for. Okay. Conning it up. Conning it up. Yep. That's, yep. I do like in that scene that Magneto just kind of charges in the room and is such a fucking dick about the whole thing. Like, Xavier's like, like, I want to help you, and you're just like, no, no, you don't. No, he's fucking lying. Don't listen listen to this piece of shit over here. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Listen to me. Like, please, you don't have to be angry. Why not be fucking angry? Charles. And then at the very end, what, <laughs> what have, have I, I done? done? <laughs> oh, exactly what we knew you do, you fucking idiot. You knew this. Please. Um, all right, so Bobby's still trying to get in Kitty's pants. And Rogue is like, oh, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, don't do it for a boy. And I said, way to have, I said, a way to have a hope you're not doing it for a boy poker face. Because holy fuck, was she like, no, I'm clearly doing it for a boy. But then she said she wasn't. But she was. Um... Yeah, and then every time when she starts showing her power, they pan over to, like, when Jean starts showing her power, they pan over to Magneto, and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, at every time when she's doing something super-duper powerful, he's like, oh, I may have goofed. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, then they're outside the pyro, and what's Bobby's actual... Iceman? Is he actually just ice? I was mm-hmm. going to call him Iceman, but I thought that was too on the nose. Nope. Okay, fine. So Pyro and Bobby were out in front of the, the clinic or whatever where the shots were, and he's like, yeah, you're always afraid of a fight. Go back to mommy and daddy. Daddy! Sick burn, Pyro. Thank you. And then this one, this one was from Alexis, and I deliberately jotted it down so it would get brought up. He said, Pyro looks like the Guy Fieri of being a douche. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he did. I was like, that's, that's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> he has his majorly blonde-tipped hair just, like, swooped back yeah. and just... You just look like a prick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, something I wish they, like... Just as they had done, like, a weird showcase with all of the uh, the people in, like, the, the mutant rally, we'll say, with Magneto. And they had all these mutants doing weird mutanty shit. They could have done the same thing with, like, the mutants in front of the clinic. Like, just waiting in line. But it just looked like a bunch of people. Which is kind of weak. I wanted to all be doing weird-ass mutiny shit. You saved all the budget for the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, they did make all the Omegas look like they're just homeless people. And goths. Truth. Instead. Yeah. It's very easy to see the division. 
By the way, did you ever figure out what Magneto's group was called? No, they probably yeah. said it, but it said was it twice. I literally just said it too. I wasn't. <laughs> well, I appreciate I was just reading what I was about to when say. When he walks and... into that like random abandoned church that they're all hanging out in, and he says, "Who wants to join my?" Just say it. Brotherhood. Oh. Of mutants his, or just the his brotherhood? His group is the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Evil! Because we know every villain is lemons. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> um, and then, did he just get him fucking impaled? Oh, what the fuck is that guy throwing? What the fucking fuck is that? That was foul. I think that guy's name is Spike. Another one of the ones from the encyclopedia. That was gross. Like the growing out of his fucking his giant wrists and just yanking him out and just bone <laughs> spikes. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. And then they pan out and there's just a dude with a fucking aluminum bat. <laughs> yep. That's his superpower. That dude just has a bat. What is he gonna do with that? Apparently nothing. He did nothing. Yeah, I love how all the mutants that they showed or named or showed did a thing did a thing and then everything else was just generic bad guy number 12 like they're just going hand to hand and doing nothing maybe all of them can just write notebooks with their hands and like (laughs) they weren't built for combat but here we are this guy like blinks and turns on tvs and you didn't give him that much shit i didn't see the tv blinky guy in the last movie yeah and actually he was in this movie too a scene we didn't really talk about jubilee like (laughs) yeah it was jubilee uh, and then with with Wolverine, I just said he is looking good. Cause he was hmm. looking good looking in this swole, swole as hell. Um, I was like, okay, in summation, so they're killing the source, they're unmutanting any mutant in opposition, and then killing all the people. Got it. Um, yeah, and then he does the same classic lunge at Gene and Magneto thing. It's like. Bro, metal bones, bro, stop. I feel like we skipped a part. Did we? Oh, no, 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 it's coming. If you're talking about the part that we labored on for a oh, while. Oh, we did, oh. I yeah, no, it was it's before right that. after because the mutants do their business first and then the government right. does their business. Got it. So, yeah. um. I will say with the, the Wolverine lunging at magneto thing it has an obvious third act callback yeah no i know because then he does the distract he's just the distraction for fraser to stab him so they do that thing in the first act to show that he can be thrown the second act to show that magneto will always just grab him and go like and then the third act it all comes together oh my god it's almost like they did that in two other movies (laughs) it's almost like this has happened before it's almost like in different iterations he's been held up and his claws have been bent back. It's almost like we know he can't fucking do shit to Magneto. Fucking stop. But then don't stop because it's going to be relevant once when Magneto forgets to push you back. Yeah. Sick. Um, no, don't. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. Um, so then they're back at, like, so we got fucking army about to do a whole thing. They're like, we found this base of operations. And I was like, Base of operations is just like a shantytown hippie commune in the woods. <laughs> this is not a base of operations. Um, <clears throat> so there was a brief two-second <laughs> stint in the movie, literally two seconds, that we had to rewind, pause on, 
and then watch it again Analyze. and then rewind really? again. It was the scene where they show like the first person perspective from one of the soldiers in the night vision goggles. Because at first, for a quick for the quick two seconds that I was on there, I was just not really paying attention. I saw in the top left corner, I was like, all of it had like, like whatever longitude, latitude, ammo, all super important, all info. general HUD stuff. And then the top left, it just said stealth, and there was a number, and I was like, <laughs> did that just say stealth? And I was like, we st- kept watching for like another thirty seconds. I'm like, I'm sorry, I no, I need to, I need to <laughs> rewind. I need to see what this is. And it's, I was like, literally rewound the fucking movie to see if the goggles said stealth with a fucking number in the top corner. And fuck me, it did. It said stealth, and then it either said 5708 or 57OB, maybe 57% obscured. I don't know, but it was one of the dumbest things I'd ever seen in my <laughs> life. And I was like, that is incredible, and I love it, and it's so fucking stupid. So that he could see his stealth ratio. It's yep. like in Metal Gear Solid. What? <laughs> well, when you're playing Metal Gear Solid... I'm aware. I, I understand how video games work. It's a sneaking mission, Snake. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you have to know if the enemy's going to spot you based on the percentage of stealth that you've achieved. So if these guys are sneaking up on a shantytown, they need to see the percent of stealth that they've achieved. How is said stealth calculated? What is the formula? That's what I want to know. Is it the same scale as we're classifying mutants? Is it the same scale of stealth? It's uh, using environmental science. (laughs) Ah, tell me about that. Let me grab my degree and dust that off real quick. I'm not an environmental scientist, so I don't feel the need to to speak to uh, things that I don't understand because there are environmental scientists who could probably explain this to us, but obviously they're not on the show. So we'll just have to take take the word that it's environmental science. So funny. I loved that bit so much. It was so fucking stupid. Oh, Mm. just tremendous. All of them made some semblance of sense and then just like, fuck you, this one says stealth and it's a number. Well, except for the, was it, the target range was like 127 meters, but you saw the crosshairs were pointed like 20 feet in front of him. I was wondering if it was like... If it was <laughs> At like the a, ground, too? Like, is it was that like the a target? game if it was more like a waypoint thing. Like, the t- your, your target is... So it's all just a game to you. Game. My God. <laughs> Well, I mean, there is, has been that recent controversy with Microsoft and... Pulling this in. All right, let's look go. At this. Yeah, you were, you were telling I me I was bringing this up. This, in Hol- that uh, Microsoft had, developers had developed this like AR technology HoloLens. that the military wanted to buy to use. So the military like a, industrial complex. It's like a $630 million contract or something with Microsoft to integrate... Hollow lens into weaponry of some kind, mm-hmm. and the developers were like, "No." They did like an open letter to the CEO. It. They're like, "Hey, we don't want to be a part of weapons. This is fucked up. It's this not is why we make this shit. We just wanted to make Halo." Uh, <laughs> yeah, not real weapons. Yeah, not real guns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd you get that idea? <laughs> oh God! Keep your politics out of my video games. That's, That's what right. I always say. Yeah. So. Apparently, had a, they had a stealth rating of 57, which apparently wasn't that good because they all knew they were coming. Um, kept you waiting, huh? Um, but it was just the one dude anyway. Yeah, it's just the one dude multiplied, which, you know. That's his name. He is the multiple man. Oh, right. That was accidental. Um, oh, that seemed very on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. No, no. Mm, fine. It wasn't like... <laughs> 
No, 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 no. Someone I didn't named know. him at birth. Let's just call this little kid the multiple man. No, no, no. I was, I, I was saying he, he has a mutant power. I was no, I was saying he multiplied, but I didn't. Re- I forgot that his name was the multiple man. Right. Also, if we're talking about that kid being born at birth, do you think his mother had to... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She just gave birth like a clown car of him? Oh, what an awful, awful time. So at points, she just had one baby, and then she had, like, octuplets at points? Wait, I just want to also call out that we were talking about someone who was born at birth. Yeah. I don't think you're getting at that. I don't see what the problem is here. I don't know. Yeah, what about the people that aren't born at birth? I suppose that is a thing that technically happens. I don't... That's sad, too. (laughs) We're going down a weird Anyway! The octopla thing was funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) I've got octoplets! Where did they go? Or is it the other way around? Oh, you've you got one and it's like, boy. And all of a sudden it's just like, bloop, 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 bloop. I don't think there's a specific sound effect. I don't effect have enough clothes or cribs for all of them. We did not plan for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> the Multiple Man in reality is a very cool character that I like a lot. And that's another thing that's very disappointing to this movie is that that was very, very much a waste of that character and that power set. Because um, one of the things that Jamie Madrix can actually do is split off and be, like have that second multiple whatever send him out to go learn a thing and do a thing and be and then just whatever absorb him and then, and then observe him and learn that thing oh so you get to just like one of them gets to just be a lazy piece of shit taskmaster yeah there's a whole plot, there's actually a whole plot line about he's like well i want to learn a whole bunch of shit so he just like multiplies himself so if he makes, and sends them all out to learn different things so if he makes one amazing. of them jacked like does he come back and get swole no it's just learn no. just knowledge it's, just it's like developing skills and knowledge okay. and, and, and that's fine that was more they didn't know Oh, that transferred. Yeah. Um, and I was like, the bird's going to have a really shitty name, isn't he? This angel is kind of... Angel. Lame. Um, you just called him the bird. <laughs> I called him Captain Falcon, I'll have you know. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to Angel. We don't need to come back to Angel. It's fine. <laughs> We're that's, done with that's him. That's plenty of Angel. Um, There's going to be a lot of characters... That you're gonna see again, <laughs> and I love how I, I love how I love how Frazier goes from "Hey, I'm just a government worker" to "Now nah, I'm just gonna come in and kick some ass." He does retire. Mm-hmm. There's a whole scene about it early in the movie. Oh, retires from being yeah yeah no I get oh, that. right I get um, that but it's like they sorry did it. the context is that uh, Beast is it's Beast Cyclops Jean Grey Iceman am I missing anybody as like the original X Men in the comic books. So they're using the assumed logic that, like, in the movie as well, Beast was just one of Xavier's first students. So he was at one point an X-Man and then left yeah. to, to, to... Okay. That's why they say you always have a place here. and like they, That's why okay. people know him. Okay, okay, okay. Also, okay. in X-Men 2, remember there was a scene on a TV where it just says, like, Hank McCoy and there's some random dude? That's also the Beast. Forgot, forgot about that. Just a different guy? Just a different actor. That's just the Beast as well. Wait, didn't, wasn't that in the bar on the TV? Yep. yep. And they're just like, just don't worry about it too much. <laughs> but there's all this, all this other assumed history here. And you yeah. might see him again. Who knows? We're finally starting to get into the part of X-Men that Alexis and I have been really looking forward to, is that starting with this one and all future movies, the timeline of this series gets so fucked up and yeah. so hard to keep track because of all the inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. Like, in the beginning, it's like, fine, three actresses for Kitty Pride or three actresses for Jubilee. Okay, Sure. Now, here you have two Tank McCoys, one that apparently existed for a very long time as a mutant, 
and one that was on TV are also arguing for mutant rights, but, but not a human. mutant. This is like these so are the, like people the cracks. Are, in it's the like foundation. people looked up names and were just like, "That's a person." That's literally what <laughs> I told you about what Brett Ratner <laughs> no, but that's, did. No, but that's different with like even just characters like that. They're putting a mutant in a non-mutant role in the second, and then they're like, "Oh, never mind. He's going to be a, a pretty and important mutant in this one." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to get worse. <laughs> I can't wait. This is a blast. But only in the best it's way possible. It's going to get so much worse. Uh, so just then, just suns out, guns out. A Fraser and Colossus. Mm-hmm. Since they're leaving, they're both X-Men, and they're the only ones without sleeves. Um, well, he does say that his old costume doesn't fit as well anymore. Mm, he does say that. So you can fly, but you figure, nah, let's take the Golden Gate Bridge. Remember when I was saying earlier that the big the big finales are all in Washington, D.C. and New York? Yeah. Yeah, they just wanted to make a big mess of San Francisco. So that's why Magneto just really show that it was bridge, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. It was either that or they were going to attack like the Full House house. It's like they really didn't have any options. <laughs> oh, Rodeo Drive! Oh no, it's floating. Whatever. Rodeo Drive in LA. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh fuck me! I clearly don't know. And it's also just a road. <laughs> no, not Rodeo. What's the what's the what's the windy one? Oh, I don't. remember. That's what I'm trying to think of. Windy one. I don't remember. The long what and that's winding called. road. Long and winding. Damn it. To your door. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's I called. I don't remember the name It's called of The it. Big Windy Road. Is sure. it called Lombard Street? That's what I was trying to think of. Cool. It's a super steep windy That's one. right, because Tony Shalhoub and Monk wanted to burn down San Francisco and uh, straighten out Lombard Street. Correct. And it was also in the San Francisco... That's a good pull. I'm really impressed. <laughs> I always love a good Monk reference. Well, That's perfect. Yeah. That was also the best scene from Monk. Hands down. Of all ten seasons. When he goes crazy because of the garbage strike. Oh <laughs> just my says, God. burn it all down. That whole episode is <laughs> And fantastic. then gather the ashes and burn it again. And, and straighten out Lombard Tree while you're at it. Yeah. That's a really great pull. Wow. That's fantastic. amazing. I have most, Let's do a Monk season. I would love I to. I have most seasons of Monk on DVD. I can just bring them in. That's you wonderful. own DVDs? I love like, Monk, man. I Monk is fantastic. I'm, I'm just surprised Characters you... Characters welcome. I'm just surprised you own a DVD. I own Big Trouble. Um, <laughs> 100%. I own Rat Race. I own Rush Hours 1 and 2. But not 3. I own the Godfather trilogy, but have not watched any of them. <laughs> I own... Can we do a season of just DVDs Dickiara owns? But has not watched? I own yeah. Jackie Chan's First Strike, and it's never been opened. Um, I own March of the Penguins. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've okay. seen that multiple times. What? Why does that surprise you? Why is that the movie? I got really high pitch. I love penguins. <laughs> I'm learning so much about you that I do not know. My, my first screen name when I was like nine was Penguin Dude ninety one. <laughs> How did you not know that? Well, I know your name's Tiki. I am Tiki now, but I was Penguin Dude then. I don't know if I've ever encountered you as Penguin Dude. No, you have not. <laughs> I have matured. <laughs> You're Penguin Man. I am now a Penguin Man. Wait, are you just like, you just love penguins? Yeah. I had, I did not, did you know this about it? I did I have a bumper sticker in my, my. You don't have a car. My room in Danvers. Somebody that worked on a lab in Antarctica that my mom knew got like, they had like this shot that had like random weird tchotchkes and shit. And I have a bumper sticker that says like, will break for penguins. And then it has like Antarctica on it. Yeah, it's fucking weird. 
I have a bunch of like penguin stuffed animals. I did like a like a project on animals in in elementary school. I had like I made a little penguin there. I love penguins. They're rad. You're not like, wrong. This is this has been a really interesting episode because we learned why <laughs> I hate my birthday. Why we I learned like... that you love penguins. <clears throat> Alexis, tell us something about yourself. No, I'm good. <laughs> What's your favorite are, animal? Are there any animals that you like or dislike? <laughs> None of the above. Ambivalent. Animal ambivalent. Um, you don't like animals? I love animals. All of them. So what's your favorite animals? All of them. If you ha- if you were Noah, <laughs> and but you only were able to put one animal you had up one the ark. one slot. Well, two slots. You had, uh, very, yeah, I would need at least, you two, need at least slots, two slots. Because if I really loved that one type of animal, I'd You got like a tugboat. <laughs> what, what animal would you put on the tugboat? I feel like a tugboat, Matt, you could still get more animals. Matt on. would put a bunch of penguins on there. Yeah, he's he's fucking... <laughs> apparently, apparently we, we're on the show with Mr. Popper over here. Ah, that's nice. a good reference. That's, that's good. What's, what's, your, what's your popper? Am I alone on this tugboat? Is there a reason? like I, So, it, is it like the actual Noah, well, I'm Noah alone? Well, family. Well, okay, I don't animals. have a family, so just disregard so just, them. Just the animals. Just, so the, just animals. the animals. So and me and the get, animals. You only get one species. There's no land on this entire planet because it's all flooded. Yeah. But you have You're to pick your favorite. Way you I am. You can't go logical. <laughs> I need to go logical. You if you can't. set this up for like a logical man discourse. made a boat to survive a 40-year flood. What are we doing with logic here? Well, I, I would need... your favorite <laughs> animal is. Holy shit. This is like teeth pulling. I recognize that you uh, you have your privacy, and I'm not looking to invade it. I just want to know what's your favorite animal. Like, if I'm going to buy you... We can bleep it. If I can buy you, like, a calendar, like a 2019 <laughs> calendar for your birthday, and, like, sure. is it, like, a horse calendar? Are you a horse girl? It's, like, a wolf wolf calendar, maybe? Hor- Unicorns? Horse girl. Like, Tina from Bob's yeah. Burgers. Uh, no. Um, the it's the Arctic Wolf. Arctic is my wolf. favorite. Okay. Yes, there you go. Okay, that's cool. And then it went from nothing to very specific type yep. of wolf. <laughs> <laughs> if you really wanted to know. We did. I, I can tell answer. you my favorite breed of dog as well. Yeah. yeah. The Sarlos Wolfhound. I'm noticing yes. a vibe here. <laughs> it is. Who's your favorite character to play in Super Smash Brothers? Uh, Ganondorf. Damn it. The new one has wolf. I was going to say... Oh, that's, that's basically just a wolf <laughs> slash husky. Exactly. That is basically a wolf. Yep. It's rad. <clears throat> you, also, you know I owned a hedgehog, right? That's that's come up before, too. I think we've talked about that. Just making sure. Was I your mean, favorite Zelda game Twilight sh- Princess? Should we ever get back to this podcast? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, we're still doing this. We're still recording. We're still here. We're all, we're only at the climax too. There's still like a whole bunch. Of, yeah, I don't have okay. that much more. I don't have that no, much. No, no, no. Let's, let's let's do this. There's uh, probably some more dumb jokes I can throw in here. Probably and whatnot. But okay, let's. Yeah, sorry. Alexis likes wolves. Matt likes penguins. <laughs> Wait, Matt, what is your favorite animal? I think we all know it's cats. Okay. I love okay. cats. I love every kind, kind of cat. cat. Okay. He I just, just want to, to hug, hug all of them, them but, but I can't. can't. I can't hug every cat. cat. Wolves are cool, too. Okay. Cool. No real affinity for penguins, but I'm super glad they make you happy. It's mm-hmm. fine. That's all I want is for you to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the notes. Wow. This is a, that was a tangent. This is a journey. That was good. Wow. Um, so, yeah, then we're back, like, suburban family locking the doors in their, in, in, oh, yeah. in their, their fucking hatchback <laughs> while he moves. He smiles at them. Yeah. Like, oh, you're fine. Word. Um, I was like, well, all the guards have the plastic guns with the cure in them. Why aren't they just opening fire? It took them way too long to just like, 
once somebody starts moving a national landmark to your island, maybe it's time to start shooting. Just now let the pawns go first. <laughs> well, clearly. That's why you let the pawns go first. Yeah, I got that. In chess, <laughs> you oh. always got to have the pawns. Tell me about the pawns. And they go first. Oh my god, and then he plays chess at the end. Like he, he always plays, plays chess, chess in the last in movie. The last movie and, and the, the one movie before. before. I know, it's in every loves movie. loves chess. Um, it's a metaphor. I get it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is Superman dead? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, fuck. And I was like, Gene could handle all of this. Nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's just kind of like hanging out while everybody does all this shit. She's just like, whatever, man, I don't care. Until she starts caring. Um, yeah. And then she just like, shockwave, when somebody says, hey, shockwave, focus on the weapon. She's like, oh, duh. I could have just done that. Why didn't I use my brain for a second before this person told me to do this thing? If only I knew what my powers did. Ah! She fucking blows up all the fucking guns and it's fucking stupid. Um, then I said the plane stealth value is a million, clearly. Class six stealth. Um... Are you a class five penguin fan? (laughs) 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 I'm so sorry. Before you you ask, no, I was not. Whatever, whatever that like fucking. I was wondering that game. Yeah, penguin game. Whatever that that, like internet penguin game. Uh, Club Pengo. Club Penguin. Yeah, I was never on that. Never, never (laughs) aboard that train. Whenever I bring up that I liked penguins as a child, everybody's like, "You were in Club Penguin then, yeah?" Why not? I don't know. It's probably fucking weird. I, play, I played the occasional RuneScape, but that's as far as I went. Um, okay. Um, and then they said something about holding the line. Like Wolf, uh, uh, Wolverine comes in, they yell about holding the line, and I said they should have played Toto, but they didn't. Um, and then I said, so what can Frazier do? And then I said, oh, right, he's the beast. And then started murdering. Um, Kitty Pride was doing cool things. Um, Useful. <clears throat> he, Wolverine kicks that dude in the nards because those don't grow back and said, Grow those back! <laughs> probably could, if that's a mutant thing. Mm-hmm. Probably, if somebody chopped off your nuts, would they grow back, Wolverine? Probably. It's kind of how this works, so you're being a dumbass. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, and I was like, okay, so then they confront the, the dude that made the cure. The, the other lady gets needle-faced, and then Angel, Angel comes in and scoops scoops him up in a weird... Loving scoop. A loving, mm-hmm. a lo- a loving scoop. Just by his foot. <laughs> yeah, it was all weird. Uh, Storm chain-link fence unlimited power Palpatines, that, that lady, mm-hmm. which, was, which was a time. She does electrocute her early in the film as well. Yeah. But for some reason, she didn't have a heart attack much, and yeah. die. Oh, okay. Just confusing. Yeah, that's fine. So why do the cars need to be on fire? I feel like just throwing the cars is sufficient. He's given one job. Yeah. He's not allowed to move or do anything else, so. And then I said, can't Bobby just put out all these fires? Fucking prick. He starts to. Yeah. Five <laughs> lines further down. <laughs> Wait, but I feel like we missed an, an iconic line from the film. <laughs> Did we, though? <laughs> the, the juggernaut says... No, I don't remember him saying anything. 
No? It's not no, important. Classic juggernaut line. I don't think he had any lines. No. When he's running through the building and no. Kitty Pride throws him in the floor. And no, then he's like, isn't. don't you know who I am? I am the juggernaut, bitch. Yep. Do you know I don't why think he, he enunciates. That? Is that an actually iconic line? Oh, you don't know about this. Do you know about this? Why the fuck? I don't. Why are you surprised by my not knowing a thing? Because this is one of the first big instances of an online meme making its way into a feature film oh. as a reference. Oh, oh, oh you mean it that way? Okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this was like early, early days yeah. of like whatever YouTube was at the time or, or whatever. But someone made like a fan dub of a, a 90s X Men cartoon. Which featured the line, uh, it's just like the juggernaut walking around, just like kicking things, and then going, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That was like the whole meme. Yep. And this is like the first time a meme has ever made its way into a feature film. Oh, yeah, dude, it's nine minutes. I don't have time for that. I'll yeah, watch, it is worth I'll it. I'll watch though. that on my it's, own time. It's like a dumb video. Don't even watch the no- full nine minutes. The only thing to note out of it was that. When he said, I'm the juggernaut bitch, that just became like a, a, a dumb catchphrase that caught on. So it's like literally, really literally the first meme that made it into him. And he looks a lot more like the juggernaut in uh, Deadpool than he does in yeah. this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a theme as well. Yeah. No, I mean, they kind of phoned in a lot of that shit. <laughs> not, not shocking. They just wear leather outfits. <laughs> like. Yeah, I said. You seen my t shirt? <laughs> yeah. I said, unmutant pyro, and then snap his neck. Fuck that guy. He's the Dane Cook of mutants, is what I is what I wrote down here. You just gotta break his 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 uh, wrist toy, or the flame generator. Just break his whole wrists. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> I said, now you're gonna put the fires out, Ice Boy. I already fucking said that you lazy sack of piss. Is what I is what I said. And then Pyro and Iceman have their little ooh, we're gonna blast energy at each other. And I said, member Harry Potter, member episode three. I member. That's what I wrote down because I've seen that way too many times and it's really dumb. That came this out came after. Out. They, they yeah. all, they, these all came out before that, I know. Mm-hmm. Or this came this out came before, before these. But still dumb. I've seen that too many times. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then he jumps at him. Blah, blah, blah. He's a distraction. He gets quad stabbed with, with darts. Maybe you need it. Oh, my God. Is it one dart per class? And he's a class four. <laughs> so that takes him down a peg. <laughs> Oh, oh, but no, it doesn't. Because when he's playing chess, he wiggles it a bit. Because he's actually a class five. Oh, my God, we've done it. I will note. No, it's fine. (laughs) Given your face. What they say (laughs) in the movie, the actual line of dialogue is is that the, the, the mutant cure... All it does is it, um, like, subsides the gene or something represses. like that. Or represses the gene. Mm-hmm. And that they believe it works. Cool. So they don't actually, they haven't actually tested it. Huh. Good thing we didn't give it a go. It's not like the FDA was actually looking into this or yeah. doing trials or anything like that. Because Angel was supposed to be the first. That's what that whole scene was, that they were going to try it on him and see if it worked. But I still like they had the foresight to put it into guns and give it to like, plastic guns. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we haven't tried this out yet, but we'll still load yeah, guns yeah. and just like, you know, figure it out when it happens. Let's look at Remington in on this to make the guns and the bullets and yeah. shit. Just in case. Yeah. So they do only say that it, they believe it works and that it subdues the gene or represses the gene or whatever. Sick. And then I was like, how is it over Wolverine? 
She has limitless power. How is this possibly over? And he just marches up to her. He can heal. Fucking whatever. He burn his clothes off. Professor X gets turned to dust. She likes him more than Professor X. Yeah. Professor X doesn't have a healing factor. He's got a real good healing factor. Is that like a class four healing? He's got a... It's a class class four healing factor. Cool. Uh, Doesn't burn his pants off, though. Surprising. I mean... It is actually surprising. She just didn't want to, you know, scare the kids. Earlier in the movie, she's like super, super horny for him. There's like that whole sequence about... Yeah, the whole thing was just her trying to blast his pants off. I mean, she still kept his pants on. He's kept his pants on the entire movie. That's the thing. Shocking. That she should have blasted off. That's... (laughs) You know what? I couldn't connect with James Marsden because I couldn't see his eyes. I feel like I can't connect with Hugh Jackman because I haven't seen him bang dong in the X-Men movies. <laughs> there you go. That's... <laughs> My God. Because you can't see his eye. I, this can't air. Um, no one... <laughs> this can't air. I mean, it's all going to. We're all going to get fired. Probably. From what? Our own podcast? <laughs> yep. We probably should be at this point. We should fire ourselves. Fair All enough. I'm saying is he's a good looking dude and he looks real good in this movie. He does. He wasn't shirtless in this movie, right? He was. She when? burned his shirt off. Oh, right. Whatever. <laughs> and I just said, are we just doing the power of love again? Yes. I was like, how do you figure you're the only one who can stop her? Just because she wants the D? Yep. The snicked. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the the snicked. Yeah. Uh, That's gonna be an image in my head for yep. a while. Jesus. Um. <laughs> what? It's three claws. Oh, I thought we were talking to three or something else. Um, but he has three on each hand. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Um. Okay. So Xavier's got a huge grave. You would die for all these people? And Jean no, a tiny one. No, I die for you. Yeah. And then I That's and then stupid. I said, um, I play everything I do, I do it for you by Brian Adams. Um they didn't. Um Have I Robin mentioned Hood. What? What? That song? It's from Robin Hood. Oh, okay. I just know the song. I don't know what it's from, anything. It's from Robin Hood. I, you know, I got that. I got with it. With Russell Crowe as Robin Hood. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's what that song is Not from. Men in Tights? Not Men in Tights. No, yeah. Men in Tights is the song from Men in Tights. <laughs> got him. Yep. Um, I mean, it's true. Then <laughs> they go home and Rogue's just there. So we got the cure. Yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have a fun fact about that, actually. Do you? They wanted them to kiss. Now, kiss. But they showed the movie to, or they, they brought the idea to Brett Ratner's daughter or whatever. Why? What? Who? Wait! What does she to, have to 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 give it like the 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 female view as to like what would be better as a fan? I do love, I want to see them kiss or do I want to see them hold hands? And his daughter said that kissing leads to all that other gross stuff. So she wanted them to just hold how hands. How old is the daughter? I don't know. I probably like five. And I love how you're like, okay, I need this professional cinematic opinion. Are there any women anywhere I could ask? Nope, only my daughter. Well, I mean, maybe he just wants to make a movie his daughter's going to enjoy. I don't think she would have enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I mean, that I don't think anyone enjoys this movie. <laughs> but I feel like at the time when Brett Ratner was already like, I don't give a fuck, I'm just going to do whatever. Yep. He has, he, at the very least, he can make um, um, a movie his daughter might like. Yeah. Some or a scene his or, daughter might like, at yeah, least. Just give, him the, give her the scene. Like, uh, don't She's be so selfish. Happy so that, birthday. 
So in that scene, she immediately gets over the whole kitty pride. Oh, we're going ice skating. Oh, you saved me. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. Gets over that in like two milliseconds and is like, oh, now I can touch your hand, so it's fine. Right, because now she Cause can now do the bang bang. Yeah, do... now they can plow. Yep. I get it. Exactly. So now, like, oh man, so, you like, clearly had the hots with this other girl, but now that we can bang, it's totally cool. Exactly. That's yeah. how that works, right? right. Um, yeah, and then honestly, the scene where where Magneto was just playing chess like alone was sad. Okay. Was actually that was actually sad. I felt a little bad for him. I like that he's the number one mutant terrorist in the world, and, and all he has to do is just run like, away. You have no power. You just take off the, the the helmet, and then you just reassimilate into society. And he just hangs out in the park playing chess alone. Well, at that point, you're just a random old dude. If you don't have the fucking cape and you're not hovering, and you don't have the helmet. Like, yeah, I feel like they would still want to catch him and put him in prison for all of the you know, I mean, murder. Uh, I mean, yes, and I'm, destruction. No, no, no. I'm saying he would definitely be wanted for several murders. Just feels he, like a bold move. He should go. In, he should go to prison. To Sit in a public park. What I, I guess what I'm saying. Doing the thing everyone knows you love to do. I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> That's is, not murder. <laughs> his, his number one non-murder non murder. Like the that's like one of the few things they give him in prison is a chessboard. Like everybody knows Magneto loves his chess. Huh. Yeah. It is. Don't. Get, it's sad. He got, he's alone. He doesn't have powers. His best friend is he, dead. Yeah. He has no friends because he pushed them all aside. And he can only make the thing go a little wiggle. Just a little wiggle. wiggle. So we so we know. That Could scene more. and the actual post credit scene were filmed after the script was written and the filming was done. Because they just wanted to add on tags in case they ever wanted to do anything ever again. So they went <laughs> But there back, was no plans for anything. And they did a post credit scene before the credits and a post credit scene after the credits. That post credit scene can eat my ass. Yeah, you want to talk about it? No. Okay. Why not? I said, so Charles reassembled after being dusted. Who the fuck is Mora? He didn't reassemble. What, did he just move his consciousness well, into somebody else, essentially? They were talking about it. There was literally it. a whole scene about yeah. it. Yeah, where he's talking about, like, what if I the transfer ethics. somebody's mind to this guy's body? Yeah. That was the thing where yeah. once he's he dusted, was teaching Kitty Pride. Yeah, but you kind of do that before you get turned into dust. Maybe he was doing it while Maybe he was, he was getting, getting dusted. Maybe he was doing it while he was getting dusted. That was set up in like the first yeah. five or ten yeah. minutes of the movie. That doesn't make it less of him fucking stupid. Showing that specific mm-hmm. body and Moira McTaggart. Like that, they were all in the. In the, she was on. Wasn't she on like a screen? Yeah, yeah. And he's teaching. She was on the TV where that boy blinked that you don't remember, having that stupid mute power. It was all set up that way. (laughs) It's still fucking stupid. (laughs) Just because it's set up doesn't mean it's not stupid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) just because he set up a really. This might be the most continuity you get. So just appreciate. Yeah, they set up a really dumb, stupid fucking thing. And they take away the one thing that had any weight in this movie and just shit on it. Like, fuck you. He's back. It doesn't fucking matter. Fuck you. Cool. That was a waste of time. Because what if they want to do more with, with X-Men in the future? No, I, I understand why. why what about, like, well, Jean Grey died and they brought her back? Yeah, they'll probably bring her back again. <laughs> like, that's you think what you're going to see Jean Grey again? I don't fucking care if I do or not. But probably in this Phoenix. about it. Oh, I mean, I'm sure we will. <laughs> Later. So as you know, there is a movie coming out. Yeah, that I already... It'll be the first X-Men movie we see in theaters called X-Men Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I said, wait, isn't there a fourth? My line 40 of my notes was, wait, isn't the forthcoming X-Men movie something related to a phoenix? Yes. So we've got the X-Men trilogy, the Wolverine trilogy, and the prequel trilogy. The prequel trilogy is actually getting a fourth movie. That's the Dark Phoenix. A quadrology. 
quadrilogy. And you want to know? You want to know my last fun factory for the evening? It's not the same person playing the Phoenix. Correct. It is. It's within the prequel trilogy, so it's a new young, cast. Oh, oh It's young. the, the no, uh, woman who plays Sansa on Game of Thrones. That's the, oh, the best thing I can give that's you. Someone thing. Okay. No, popular culture gets it. I don't. That's yeah. Fine. Okay. Um, the movie is written and directed by Simon Kinberg. <laughs> okay, we're back. All right. That's my last one. Fact for you. He got his redemption. Matt or something? Gilmore or something? Matt Vaughn? Matt Vaughn. We'll get there in a couple of movies. Oh, Happy Gilmore. Fair enough. I thought we were doing all this shit at the end of this. No, we'll, we'll get back to the Matthew Vaughn. <laughs> You're going to have to remember those Derek. names. I'm not just going saying. to, so somebody else shot him down. But Simon Kinberg is writing and directing Dark Phoenix. He's getting his second chance. After oh, all boy. this time. Maybe Don't mess it up, buddy. Down. Don't mess it up. It. Potentially, Dark Phoenix actually has already been delayed. Yeah, no, I heard. They, they released a trailer and then uh, they put that and another X Men movie back into production. So who yeah, knows? I thought, what's like, going I, thought, on yeah, I thought there was a whole thing where it was like done and they basically had to just like reshoot the whole fucking thing. Uh huh. Yep. Cool. So they just scrapped it, said fuck it, not we're worth at the, it. Again, we're at the part of X Men where things just start going fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe they should timelines, just... consistency, and quality. Maybe Actors. they should stop. Characters. Nope. We're going to use this character this here. This is where this it starts getting here. good. Just hang on to your britches. We got Ugh. the Trask. We got the, the Juggernaut. Kitty Bride. Jubilee. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. But it's going to get worse. Wolverine. This was the worst of the three. It's going to get worse. I'd say the movies aren't necessarily going to get worse. Yeah, I don't think the, the continuity gets worse. Get yes. worse. I mean, if we're doing a stack rank now, it's 2-1-3. Two one three. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's that. I think that's my same stack ranking. Yeah, yeah. Same. Okay. Cool. As long as we're on the same wavelength there. Um, this was weird and <laughs> disjointed. Yeah, it's not Again, great. I I know I have a chip on my shoulder about great production the value. Thing. Yeah, but it's also not a good movie. <laughs> I, I I was just saying that in case you liked it. <laughs> but no, now so I me shitting on this whole thing would have just been weird. No, no, I I it's bad. It's yeah. Not great. So what, next? What the fuck is next? What are we we got X-Men Origins Wolverine, which was put into production at the same time. Oh, boy. I love X-Men Origins Wolverine. Dude. The whole the network, the Multiversity Podcast Network, you would not have it without X-Men Origins Wolverine. Because the only reason I started the Multiversity Comics blog is because I wanted to defend X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> oh, boy. It's 100% true. I, I the fact that he said he has to defend, defend it, it correct. should tell you something. You, you <laughs> fuck. Oh, God damn it. I'm, you already showed me the article, so I've never read it. I did not read it, but you were, we were walking. I think we were crossing the street at one point, and you actually mentioned that you had to that you wrote an article defending it, and you just showed me like the title, like you googled your name and showed me the title. Yeah, it's X Men Origins Wolverine, or why this movie isn't as bad as everybody says it is. <laughs> Correct. There you like go. That. Uh, That's my, how we're heading. I'm pretty sure I deliberately to... did not read it because we had already started doing this yeah. sort of thing. And um, if you go onto Multiversity and look at my bio, it says like, "Oh, like Matt used to run the site, and you know the only thing that he wants to be remembered for is X Men Wolverine, X Men Origins Wolverine not being as bad as other people say it is, or something like that." Wow, what a glowing um, recommendation! I cannot wait to, yeah. to choke that one down. Saw that movie in theaters twice. That seems like That's, two times too many. Yep, two times. Yep. Oh, fuck. Can't wait. I mean, there's some good actors in there. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Spoiler. Is it a stacked cast? Uh, I didn't say that. More Big Trouble comes? Yeah? Is is Patrick Warburton in this? Tim Allen? Oh, that would be amazing. No, no. 
Janine Garofalo. Oh, I really want to tell you who's Andy, in this movie. Andy Richter. No, nah, yeah. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville. No, the cast of fucking Big Trouble's not in X Men. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, well, not X. yet. Not yet. Easy E. That's not his name. Who's the? <sighs> ja Rule. No, not ja Rule. DMX. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually going to ask earlier if DMX is going to pop up again because I'm kind of upset that he hasn't yet. What? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's upsetting. You think this is a game? <clears throat> that's that's DMX. DMX. That's DMX right there. Great impersonations. It's, it's, it's true. You Impressions. Are. Yep. Also that. I guess we'll fucking see you next time you watch a dog shit X-Men movie. Whoop, whoop.